what you gonna do with dogs? Yeah. All right. Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. It is week, I don't know, three maybe of WWE Easter, but we are going off format. Rest in power, DMX. We watched Belly. Yeah. Um, it's a movie. It is a movie. Starring I don't know why it's called Belly. Why is it called Belly? I have absolutely, I, you know, I have absolutely no idea. I mean, shout out, props to the movie for not, like, just dropping, I mean, you know, this is my pretty, belly in the middle pretty, of it. You're pretty street. Is that like a street term, Gogs? I, I have absolutely no clue. Sean, you're the next that street is person. Next to Gogs? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's a reference <laughs> to the belly of the beast. Ah, uh, uh, makes sense. Uh, uh, oh, and you know what I figured out? I figured out from um. Thanks. <laughs> you remember? Remember when I remember? Yes, remember watching it, and I was like, "Who is that guy that was like?" The dude that was like the boss of Omaha, Nebraska, who had like the the very yeah. the very pretty hair. That ate, ate the banana. Yeah, that was Kane from from Menace to Society. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, because like, this movie felt like Menace to Society. He's, and he's also he's also credited as the wrong character in the credits of this movie, which is hilarious. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Is he called also, Big or something? Yeah, but that's not his name. His name's what? Rico. Was his name Rico? Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, the self improvement book that Nas is reading is the impro- self improvement is spelled wrong. You mean you mean the pamphlet that he's reading? <laughs> well, anyway. you know, po- po- buddy's nerfed. <laughs> we'll get into it. Uh, yeah, Belly is something else, but it's in honor of uh, Mr. Darkman X himself. I'm gonna oh. tell you right now, I have no ability to judge this movie as objectively. Film. Uh-uh. I I. I I am gonna have a hard time scoring it because it. I have a lot of a lot of thoughts on the film. I turns I, out I thought I had seen Belly. It turns out I had not. I, I have a, a very deep and weird personal relationship with this movie. I'll get into later. <laughs> well, then I think you should do the synopsis because I lost. I lost the plot about. I don't think. I think the movie lost the plot. But anyway, we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, what'd you all watch this week, uh, Alec? Alex, I watched a bunch of stuff. That's that boy. Bunch of stuff. Yeah. Y'all are in for it. Uh, oh, I watched. Alec, go and give it to you. Five and a third things. Oh and my god. Third. Uh, I watched. A uh, Logan. Oh, what's his name? Logan something green. Uh, his uh, movie, The Invitation. Logan oh, Marshall, which is yeah, that guy. Does that have um? Is that like the dinner party movie? Yeah, and like the the ending's kind of a wacky twist. I heard. Yes, tell me I, it. I remember liking that. What you think? It's not I've bad. Heard, it's not know. bad. It's not a. It's not a bad movie. It, it took too. It kind of meandered too long, and I think it took too long to get where it wanted to go. But also, it was also heavy handed at points. Like we get it. We get what's happening and what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Like. Obviously not exactly, but you kind of got that like it's a fucking cult or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was a, I thought it was good. It wasn't great. It held my attention the whole time. I remember I was like, it was like weird. I watched that movie in like a series of dinner party movies. Like I watched that. I watched You're Next, and I watched Truth or Dare. Like like back to back to back. Hmm. Now I thought it was pretty good. I've never seen either of those other two you just mentioned. 
Well, if you like weird dinner party movies. Alec, you watched, didn't you watch the, that, the, the weird, I don't even, I wouldn't call it a time travel movie. It's like a parallel dimension movie. That's like a dinner party movie, too. Yeah, we just watched that a few weeks ago. Coherence. Coherence. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I thought I felt maybe I just maybe I'm just kind of maybe You're dinner, dinner party, party movies. Movies. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's just the, maybe it's just the setting. I'm like, oh, that's fine. My dinner <laughs> parties dinner. that I go to are always boring as shit. Yeah, right. Nothing wacky happens. No cults. No, no, no convergence of no timelines. Parallel dimensions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just sit around and talk about sports or comic books. Yeah, or a combination of them too. Yeah, sports comics. Like sports, NFL uh, Super like Bro? NFL Super Bro, yeah. That was, yeah, that, that, that was shit the worst. is the worst. <laughs> um, I watched Safety Not Guaranteed, a movie I've seen before. And a Ooh, movie like, I like that movie a lot. I really like a lot. I love the ending um, of that movie. <laughs> yeah, the ending of that is outstanding and really kind of surprising. And that guy went on to make your favorite Jurassic Park movies. Mm. Yeah, I love- suck, it, suck it, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, <laughs> and what's the dude? The dude's name in that movie that I never remember his name. But he's he's Peter he's Peter B. Parker in Enter the Spider Verse. Um, uh, Jake Jake Johnson, I think. Yeah. Oh, the guy from the Mummy, isn't he the the friend? Yeah, he's in the he's the friend yeah. of the Mummy. He's in the New Girl or whatever. But I really yeah, I really liked him in Safety Not Guaranteed. Yeah, Safety Not Guaranteed is really good. It is really good, and uh, yeah, and then Colin Trevorrow. He made Jurassic World, and I think he made both of them. He made both of them. Um, so he was, he was unlucky and or not, he was stupid enough to do those, but also he was smart enough to get out of doing the star Wars movies. Yeah. Cause he was supposed to make the third one. Yeah. And if you, and then after it. Ryan Johnson, after Ryan Johnson beefed the second one so bad, he was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> it sucks too. Cause if you listen to his pitch, it wasn't bad. Like, his script is out there, and it's actually sounded kind of interesting. Like, I don't know if it would have been any good, but it's definitely better than what we've got. But I'd be interested to see him do more stuff, because, like, Safety Not Guaranteed, I don't think he wrote it. I think it's based on a short story, maybe? Yeah, I think. Or an article or something. Something Um, like that. But that movie is great. I used to uh, get that movie mixed up in my head with uh, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World because I feel like they came out the same day. I also love that movie. Like that I've, only seen that, I've only seen that once. I really don't know that I could handle watching it again. Yeah. But I loved, I loved both of the both of those movies. Wait, what's the one? I'm, I, I'm not. I'm thinking the wrong one. What's the one where? Um, oh, for crying out loud, Frodo Baggins is like a weird, like karate, like homeless not, guy. I don't feel at home in this world. Anymore. That's it. Yeah. Seeking a friend for the end of the world is Kira Knightley and Steve Carell, and it's actually an asteroid's coming to destroy the Earth. That's a good movie. Oh, no. And, like, his wife leaves him, like, as, like, she doesn't want to be with him for their last days together because she hates him or whatever. And then he Mm -hmm. runs into Kira Knightley, and they form a kinship for, like, two weeks. Spoiler alert, the world actually ends. Like, it's... <laughs> it's like I wasn't. I really wasn't expecting that them to show it, but it's awful. It's that but the movie's the movie's sister. great. I really liked that movie. Yeah, it's a sex and yeah. sister film, whatever that Australian movie is, where the world's ending and the guy's got to take the girl. You remember? Oh, yeah. Also, I also love that movie. Like that movie was ex- excellent. I can't remember the name of it. Like Firewalker or something like that. Something weird. Yeah. Yeah, he sees a girl get like abducted. 
yeah. and about to be molested, and he saves her and is trying to get her back to her family in like the last like three days before the Earth explodes. Oh my God! Oh God! Yeah. This, is, this all I sounds like, way too heavy. I like all these. I guess I like all these apocalyptic movies where they have like a countdown, but they also know they can't do anything to stop it. It's, well, too mean, bad you, like, it's too bad you didn't watch Miracle Mile with us. I would say that I feels like Miracle, Miracle Mile's got the exact same feels, it sounds like. Um, I watched the last third of Endgame. Just it's because. A good, it's, a, it's a good third. Yeah, it's, it's, a good, good, it's a good third. It's a good third. Like two hours. No, it was like the last hour. From, <laughs> from when... Avenger, like on your left forward or what? Before that, from okay. when when the three of them first attack Thanos on, mm-hmm. I watched the rest of it. Um, I've seen that movie like seven or eight times now. Like, I don't need to watch the whole thing anymore. I just want to mm-hmm. see the fight at the end. Um, it is watched a movie called, oh, this is bad, Beyond Loch Ness. Oh, God. Well, and it's like a Canadian, it's like a Canadian asylum movie oh, about the Loch Ness monster who swam through like under underwater t- tunnels in the earth and ended up in Lake Superior. It <laughs> has now had a bunch of babies and they're all feeding on the townspeople. I mean, I ain't mad at that concept. The the pictures are ridiculous. I'm like, I just googled oh, it. Like, you guys remember Hercules: The Legendary Journeys, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, so the Loch Ness monster looks like the Hydra from those. It's like <laughs> it's so bad. Um, Is it the same yeah, guy? that was that was terrible. Uh, it might have been. I don't know. It was <laughs> terrible. And there's no, uh, there's nobody in it. There's no redeeming qualities about it. It's just awful. No titty. That wasn't even really enjoy. Like funny. It wasn't. It, they didn't lean in enough, like a Sharknado, for it to at least be enjoyable from like a. How bad it is perspective it was just like oh god, they all, they took it kind of seriously. Ugh. Um, watched a movie called Big Time Adolescence that was, it was fine. It was pretty good. It had uh, Pete Holmes is in it, and he, and uh, John Cryer is in it, and the main character is played by one of the kids from that show. I can't remember the name of it. That spoof on Netflix of Making a Murderer. Where it's all about uh, the kid who painted the dicks everywhere. American, American Vandal. Vandal? Yeah, American Vandal. One of the kids, the, the main character from this is one of the like investigator kids from that. Hmm. Not the main one, but the one who's like his sidekick. No. Um, it's okay. It doesn't have much of a story to tell. This kid, he... He's... Pete Holmes is dating his sister, and they break up. And the kid's like 12, but he keeps hanging out with Pete Holmes, even though he's like in high school. Uh, this kid's old enough. He's in high school, and he's still hanging out with Pete Holmes, and he's just like becoming more and more of a loser. And he starts dealing drugs to his high school friends. And then, obviously, at some point, gets caught and gets in trouble for it. It's okay. Yeah. I liked it. I liked that. Right after I watched it, I was like, that wasn't bad. But the more I think about it, the more I sit on it, I'm like, eh, it's fine. Yeah. It's, like, mediocre at best. Uh, the last thing I watched, um, was we watched last night, that I really enjoyed, and it's fucking weird. I'd never heard of it before. We were looking at Peacock yesterday, maybe? Oh, yeah. Or, like, we have the, uh, 
we don't have Xfinity cable, but since we use have Xfinity internet, they gave us a free, uh, basically like a free Roku thing. I forget what it's called. It's the X1 like a, thing, right? Yeah. But it's basically like a Roku where it aggregates mm-hmm. all your stuff, but it gives us Peacock for free. Nice. So we can watch all can the watch NBC. Yeah, and the NBC stuff. But there was an ad for this movie on there. The movie's called Spontaneous, and it came out last year. Ironic that you watched it spontaneously. Yeah. It's not <laughs> ironic. It's spot on. It's, it's about uh, these kids, the senior class in high school, and like the movie starts and this girl's talking like voiceover about how the school's boring, nothing happens, and then a girl in her class right in front of her just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> like it is disgusting. There, there's like gallons of blood everywhere. It's like horrific. And then like a couple weeks later, another kid explodes. These kids just keep exploding for no reason. Is it isolated to just this one school? Yep, this one school's senior class. I love and it. And they never ex- they never explain like what happened. They never get to like <laughs> really? what what causes it or anything. <laughs> These kids just keep exploding. That's kind of awesome. And then like the government steps in and like isolates them to study them and they come up with like Hello? Ah, we lost you, bro. Alec. Oh, shit, did he explode? Oh, oh no. shit. Oh, no. He exploded. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, it, uh, I really liked it. The end kind of meanders on a little bit. It's like an hour and 40 minutes. It could They could have cut a little bit out. But overall, I really enjoyed it. Um, spontaneous. Is it, uh, is it only on Peacock? It's on Hulu. Oh, I think it's so. actually on Hulu. It, they advertised it on like the 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 Flex thing or whatever it was. The the X One. They advertised uh-huh. it on there, but it's on Hulu. We watched it on Hulu. Apparently, I can watch it right now on uh, on Prime, but I don't know why. But yeah, cool. Or maybe I'll check it out on Prime too. Sometimes it's on multiple. They can have it on multiple. It sucks. I, I was just looking at Peacock doesn't have Homicide. That show's like impossible to watch anywhere. Yeah. Was that an NBC movie. show? Yeah. The original. Oh. Huh. Um. That's everything. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. This episode's probably the this this past episode's probably the best one yet. I really enjoyed it. Uh. Still good. I be. think that's. I think that's it. Invincible's really good too. Gotta watch that too. <laughs> yeah. Way behind on everyone. Yeah, you guys gotta catch up. This next episode of Falcon's the last one. It's only six episodes. I kinda like it. And then Loki's right after that, right? <sighs> Yeah, like another like a week or two after or something like that, I think. The com- yeah, the, the the commercial for that looked really good. I'm excited for that. I wanna see all that weird time shit. Yeah, me too. Um, that's it. Uh Sean. Uh, I watched two things. Two things? Thanks. I watched uh, the Mia Farrow versus Woody Allen documentary series on there on HBO. I think Kobe talked about it the other day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. And, like, and it's amazing to think that like any of us probably could have fucked Mia Farrow when you see some of the guys she boned minus Frank Sinatra. <laughs> yeah. Take that. 
It's also funny that, like, well, one, that, like, everybody knows that Woody Allen's a fucking molester, but, like, they still come out and defend him. Like, he's it's, he's not even, like, relevant anymore, you know what I mean? Like, who gives a fuck about Woody Allen? This is in 1978. It's super fucking weird. Like, yeah. It really is. And it's, like, even grosser that it's women defending him constantly. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. But, um, and it's, like, People are like, yeah, I was, I was really surprised to hear about Woody Allen. I was like, really? You're surprised that the guy that exclusively makes movies about dating, like, young women yeah. is, a, like, a pedo? Like, yeah. And who thunk it? Yeah, but it gets into some details that I didn't really need to hear. I don't know. Like, uh, it's a good watch. It's a little bit long. I think it's four episodes, and they could, it could probably be two. And what's that on again? It's on HBO Max or whatever the HBO streaming is called. And then I just watched The Departed, which is like, I was like, I'm going to go back and watch this because, like, maybe I've changed my mind on it. I'm going to go and say you didn't. I did not. In fact, I think I liked it less. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, maybe because I haven't seen Infernal Affairs in forever. I was like, well, maybe outside of that, it's it's a good thing on its own. Like, everybody's kind of bad in the movie. I remember liking that movie a lot. Yeah, but I've never I mean, seen I've never seen Infernal Affairs though. Yeah, Infernal Affairs is also like half the runtime. Infernal Affairs is amazing. Like it, it just goes on forever. Jack Nicholson's like over the top, terrible. Everybody's walking their Boston accents around, which is fun for a minute. Sucking on the peckers. Yeah, sucking on their little peckers. <laughs> um, yeah, Martin, Martin Scorsese's a real piece of shit. I think that's where he kind of started to fall off. Honestly, like. I didn't see Hugo or whatever that fucking uh, Clockwork Night Sega Saturn movie he made was, but like, I mean, Wolf of Wall Street though. I liked Wolf of Wall Street. The Aviator was pretty bad. Yeah, I didn't see Wolf of Wall Street. I saw like ten minutes of it. It seemed too. I I was gonna sound stupid, but like too Scorsese e for the mood I was in. I mean, it's Scorsese. Uh, weird. I'm gonna weird take. Uh, Martin Scorsese can't direct action scenes at all. Like, on. there's these shootout scenes where, like, unless it's, like, a jump scare shot, which happens a couple times, like, the shootouts are these weird shot, reverse shot, and there's, like, freeze frames, and it's really bad. Trying to well, think, I mean, like, Raging Bull has great, like, cool action sequences, like, the yeah. boxing. I mean, I I'm trying to say. remember Goodfellas, I thought, had some good action in it. Does it? I'm trying to think. I mean, there's some, there's some, there's some bits to, like, I don't know, or maybe it's, I'm trying to remember if there's... I feel like there's some scenes where Ray Liotta got down. Yeah, I think, like, the pistol whipping in there works, because, like, I'm, like, um, I care about the characters in that movie, and, like, I don't really give a shit about anybody in The Departed. Well, Taxi, so... Dri- Taxi Driver's got good action scenes in it. Yeah, the final sequence of Taxi Driver is pretty good. Yeah, but it's not, like, uh, as kind of, um, I don't know, self-involved as he got later. Like, it definitely, like... I don't know. It, it's hard to describe without actually watching it, but I don't know. It just it doesn't do anything for me. And like, I just I have a hard time sitting through a two and a half hour movie, especially one that I've seen before. And then like, take a drink every time somebody says "rat" in the movie, yeah. and you'll be dead pretty quickly. And then they yeah. show a rat. Well, yeah. shit! I I forgot that that they literally do that because in the Simpsons yeah. parody of it, it's like the rat symbolizes obviousness. Yeah. But they fucking like it literally after spoilers, Marky Mark shoots um matt damon a rat runs across the fucking railing it's like okay movie we get it yeah. but now nah, it's like it, i did not enjoy it at all and it's like very long but uh that's all i watched to 
TJ. I, I want to pick TJ just to hear about Black Gestapo. Well, well, that's a that's tabled because uh, oh. me and Gogs oh, we watch it together. Oh shit! Uh, but I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> oh no! Oh, that's oh, a movie oh, I've wait, seen pause. the poster oh, for oh. a million times, and I've never seen the movie. I just got ten bucks. Hell yeah! Oh. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. What? <laughs> we had Gogs a bet. and I had a bet that Gogs was like, I, kn- I bet Sean knows about this movie, and I was like, I doubt it, dude. Like, wait, wait, was the bet know about or saw? Know about no, it. I knew about it. I've just never seen uh, it. It was never available to see it. All anywhere. right, fine. I guess I, I guess you got. Ten. I did. I didn't know about it. Yeah. I never heard of it. I, I never like, heard if anyone's of heard of it. Sean's heard of it. I well, never I'm heard of it. The Mid Atlantic's preeminent black exploitation scholar. Uh, anyway, um, I watched two things. Uh, one is tape. One, one is Black Gestapo. Uh, I watched Nobody, the Bob Odenkirk, John Wick movie, and uh, okay, so. Action sequences are a ten. The ha- they do a lot of like hand to hand combat, and it's like very physical. And like it's that like I don't know that almost, I know it's like cliche to say, but we say it all the time now with action movies. It's that raid level of like physicality where like guys are getting stabbed and like they they're taking damage. It's not like that old style of like just everybody's punching each other. Like there's a lot of weight in like every motion and. That stuff is great. There's some really inventive stuff they do in a shootout. Like, I don't want to spoil it because it's a it's a legitimately very cool moment. But they do something that I've never seen in a movie that I was like, I can't believe no one's ever thought to do this before. However, that stuff is great. The movie that surrounds it is like, it reminded me of like image comic books, how like every image comic book was like, just a ripoff of the X-Men or Wolverine. This is just John Wick. Like I, I watched the trailer and I was like, how is it, this like just it's, it's, it's like, like almost like plot point per plot point just from it, what I've read. This is this is a total Slade Wilson, Wade Wilson thing. Like it the thing is like it's so much like John Wick that like it's almost a it, you'd think it was a comedy, like a parody. Because like it's the same thing like a like a guy, okay, so he's not a, a former criminal, but he's like a former like CIA like black ops guy. He's retired. He's got a normal life. His his home gets invaded, so he gets pulled back in. He fight he like fucks with the wrong guy, but then you know that drags him deeper into it. He fights the Russians. Like it's like at least have him fight like the fucking like Korean mob or something. Like just change one oh, oh. He doesn't have a, a a dog in this. He has a cat. I mean, it's like comedically, like it's like guys, like are you doing this on purpose? Like, it's it, it again. I think that the I thought Bob Odenkirk was good for what he had to do. I thought I really liked the action set pieces, but like the surrounding movie is like it, it's it's just like I, I get it. Like I get movies that are like I, I we talked about this a million years ago, but like. That movie Lockdown that Luc Besson produced that was like it was like Escape from New York in Space. They With Guy lost, Pierce or whatever. Yeah, they lost a lawsuit because it was too much like Escape from New York. Well, how the fuck is this not like getting sued for it's exactly the same. Even the fucking poster looks like John Wick. Instead of like a bunch of guns in his face, it's like a bunch of fists. Like, I don't know, like 
I uh, I think it's worth watching. It's not worth the twenty dollar rental fee, but it is on my Plex. So if you guys want to watch it, go ahead. Uh, but uh, it's an okay. It's a it's a it's a cool. It's got a lot of cool set pieces. It's just not a very good movie overall. Um, and I'm just like astonished by how much it's just John Wick. Like it's it's hilarious to me that like at no point people are like. We should probably change, like, a few of these things, like, a little bit. Yeah, it's like when you cheat on a test. You want to get a couple of them. It's not even, right. like, it, I mean, it's, like, so, it's so one-to-one. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. People like, got to learn how to plagiarize better. Well, yeah. Again, just change the fucking mob. Like, change it to be some other ethnicity mob, and we're good to go. Like They really should have changed his name, too. They were really right on the nose, and they called him... Don Wink. <laughs> Jeff Wark. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not horrible, but it's also not very good. It's, um, whoever, I, I've never heard of this director before, but uh, they are very good. Like, I, I'd like to see them do other things, because I thought, like, the opposite of what Sean just said about Scorsese and action sequences, the action sequences in this, and moreover, whoever did the stunt choreography... Like ten plus, like the there's like a the opening like thing that like pulls him back into being like a badass is this fight on a bus, and it's fucking awesome. Do you like, want to the you want what the director did? No, what did the director do? Parkour I do remember. Henry. Really? Well, Hardcore Henry does have some impressively shot shit. It's a it's a terrible movie. It's impossible to watch, but like. Those crazy motherfuckers did run a legit camera rig up the side of the San Francisco Bridge, or what is that, Bridge? Golden Gate Bridge? Like, it's insane. Like, uh, I don't know, I, it, it's, it's, again, nobody is not horrible, but it's not good either. This might be an impossible question to answer, but in a world where you've never seen John Wick, if this was a standalone I would, movie... I would love it. Okay. It's just so much, like... It's just so derivative of John Wick to this. I can't, like, again, it's like, it's just too much like John Wick. Like, it's all I was thinking about the entire time. Like, and again, it's not like, like, just, just take the cat out. Like, it's just little things. It's just like, all right, man. Like, again, they do, they do it so hard. It's like, are you making a joke? And that's the thing. The movie's not funny. Like, the movie's not going for comedy. Like, it's, it's about like this. I will say, like, the first, like, 10 minutes of the movie are like, kind of fucking ridiculous because, like, he gets his house broken into, right? And he doesn't, like, he's got an opportunity to, like, like, like really fuck up one of the robbers. Like, he's coming up behind her, and he's got a golf club. But he doesn't do anything. And you gotta remember, in the, in the storyline, he's just a normal dude. Like, nobody knows that he's, like, this black ops guy. And, like, you also have to consider that her accomplice had a gun. So, like, him not attacking this person is perfectly normal for somebody to be, like, scared and stressed and, like, like, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, but but as soon as this happens, the next day the cops are like, why didn't you just take him out? Like, why didn't you do, and it's, like, so hilarious. It's like, what is this? Well, he's, he should have been like, I'm not a cop. I don't shoot as soon as yeah. I see someone. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous, though. Like, and everyone, like, everybody in his work is like, I would have killed that guy. I would have done this. The cops are making fun of him for not, like, beating somebody to death. And it's just like, what is this? So is it, like, part falling down? 
kind of, I don't know. The movie, like, it's trying to be that. Like, it's trying to be, like, about this, like, fallen guy. But then again, it's not, because as soon as he tur- goes into, like, John Wick mode, it's, like, all over. Like, it's funny, because it's, like, the opening of the movie, it does that thing that's getting very tired. It's that Sam Raimi editing where it's, like, Monday, slap, Tuesday, slap, and it's, like, him doing the same shit over and over again. And it's trying to show you that his life is just monotonous, and he, he sleeps with a fucking pillow in the middle of his bed, so him and his wife haven't fucked in a while. But as soon as he, he beats up all these people on this bus, and his, like, murder boner awakes, he's like, hey, we should fuck again, and they fuck, and he's happy. It's like, I don't, I don't know. Isn't that, like, the history of violence? Yeah, kind of. Actually, yeah, it's kind of like that, too. I don't know. It Again, it's a, it's a very, is I guess, his, his, very derivative. Is his, is his wife played by Monica Bellucci? No, his wife is played by Wonder Woman's mom, Colleen something. What's her name? Colleen. No, what? The, she plays Wonder Woman's mom in the Wonder Connie Woman. Nielsen. That's it. Yeah, that's that's who plays his wife. Um, and then I watched Black Gestapo uh, with Gogs. So do you want to talk about that now? Because I do have to talk about Black Gestapo. Do we want, I mean, it's either I, I only watch one and a half things. So I watched the rest of Justice League Snyder Cut, and I watched Black Gestapo. So whichever whichever order we want to tackle these two things. Let's let's, let's talk about Black Gestapo. Real let's quick. talk about Black Gestapo. Gogs, Gogs and I, Gogs rented, Gogs subscribed to yet another Amazon service called Black Sugar or Brown Sugar. Brown Sugar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I saw that. That's almost how I watched Belly. Brown Sugar. That's how we watched Belly. Um, we were scanning through that, and we came across this movie called Black Gestapo. And the poster for Black Gestapo is amazing. It's a guy with the fucking, uh, the, the fucking Ruger, the, you know, the Nazi gun, and then he's got the SS hat, he's got a whip, and on the top it says, Welcome to the New Master Race, and we're like, what the fuck, we have to fucking watch that. Like, is this movie, like, aspirate? like, do they want to be aspirational to the Nazis? Um... Yes, guys, you can take it from here. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I mean, I have so much to say. So, this movie so, is so insane. So the movie movie opens with like, um, sort of like a a Black Panther vibe, like, but like there's well, this, this well, there's this group of like there's a, there's a group of like basically like a semi military organ like people's organization that like that like helps like kind of like helps out around the area and like tries to you know. Tries to like be guardian angels, sort of, and yeah, but, but, they're, but they're already wearing armbands that are kind of Nazi oh, adjacent. It's not kind of. They're wearing red armbands with white circles, and inside the white circle is a black power fist. So it's literally like a Nazi a Nazi armband with the black power fist on the inside, as opposed to a swastika. It's but anyway, one of the guys, one of the like the lieutenants <sighs> under the guy who's running this thing. Is like because the mob has been just well, being pricks to everybody. Go ahead. You, you got. You can't skip past the opening credits. The title oh, roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking title roll of this movie shows like hit like like stock footage of the Nazis. Right, and it's like, marching and Hitler. Yeah, yeah, and then it's like black. Like it's like there's Hitler and the Nazis are in there. Yes. Yeah, it's fucking wild. So and then this, you get this is after the opening that guys is talking about the guy. Is he's talking to his troops, but he's literally like at a podium 
and he's like yelling to these people, and then they cut to the footage of Hitler, and then they give you the title card. It's like, and they know that's not the that's not the last time no, that's going to happen in this film, and, and not even the worst. And then so then one guy is like, well, the mafia is getting all up in their business, and they're like beating up business owners and like assault sexually assaulting ladies, <laughs> and so a guy, one of the one of the lieutenants is like, I need. Uh, six men to become like a special squad to, you know, to be like extra militarized. Yeah. And so he gets this like this ragtag group of what uh, of fellas and they fight back against the mob and then they consolidate their power. And then they buy like a like a Playboy esque compound and then they change <laughs> their uniforms to legit SS uniforms yeah. and start training like. Like actual shock troops. When we say legit SS, they're wearing the fucking hats with the death's head skull on them and everything. They also adopted a fucking uh, a salute. They're doing like a Nazi. They're doing salute, the same but just with a fist. Yeah, and then at one point during his speech, I don't remember. It, they, he has two speeches, but at one point during the speech, the scene ends with literal like stock audio of the Zig Heil. Yeah. And it's, then, it's and fucking then, insane. I don't, and then like the the one guy, and then there, there's titty everywhere. There's yeah. all sorts of weird violence. There's like there's so lot, much. There's this there's one so scene much titty in this movie. Like I don't want to ruin it for people who are going to watch this movie. So watch this, oh, movie. You can't ruin this movie. There's one scene where, like, so the mob guy, the the head mob guy, <laughs> is like, like the mob guys just come in. They're like, oh my god, some shit's going down. They come into his bedroom. To like talk to him, and then there's like a topless lady next to him, and she like rolls over, is like, "Shut up, lady!" And then he turns over, and there's a conversation between these two people, and this woman's not involved in the conversation, but every thirty seconds, the camera just cuts over to her just being yeah. topless on the bed. It's hilarious. She says nothing, and then nothing. Like, the conversation's still happening off screen, and then it goes back to them. There's like there's several rapes in this movie. Like there's just always titty in this movie. It's this movie is. It's like the greatest hits of black exploitation. This Dude, movie is so this movie is, might be one of the greatest movies I've ever seen in my entire life. It is God's uh, rough a, estimate on the amount of times the N word is used in this movie. Oh, between that and Belly Meat, we were like, I don't, I've been oversaturated. I don't know how many like. This yeah, movie. it's it's a lot, and like also this is uh, black exploitation. So every time a white person's on screen, oh, it's a very hard, they're dropping very hard, the hardest hard. of R's. And like, oh my god, it's bad. Also, like, I, we never, we didn't really talk about this, but the movie, like, li- well, first of all, it looks like it's like less than a VHS transfer. Like, it's like the worst digital transfer I've probably uh, ever seen. They didn't seen. spring for the 4K restoration. <laughs> it of looks yeah, so fucking bad. And also, the movie just starts like. It's yeah. like it's like it's just a car pulls up and it's this guy in his apartment watching TV and that's just the movie. You're like you feel yeah. like you missed like 20 minutes of the movie. You're like what the fuck? Yeah, it looked like it was shot on a dishwasher. There is just scene, not. There's this scene where the the like guy. So ultimately, the black Gestapo is are the villains of the movie. Like basically, the it's it the point of the movie is that absolute power corrupts absolutely, and they turn into the the fascists, right? But the leader of the Black Gestapo, at one point, he, like, has this, like, big-titted white woman, and that dude fell in love on the set. There is a scene where, like, he is just all over her. She looks super uncomfortable. And, like, the other scene with just the topless lady, 
Like him making out with her is not part of the scene, but you could tell he was like, "Well, I got this. I got this lady to myself." Oh, <laughs> and there's so much. There's so much. And she was grabbed in this movie. That, yeah, there's the like actually the, all of them. That, that like the nurse chick was smoking hot too. And there's a there's a there's a car that rolls down a hill that is just. It looks awesome. Oh, it's also, awesome. if you watch the trailer that's on YouTube, there's legit titty in the trailer. God <laughs> bless them. God. There's some, there's, there's on some YouTube. titty in the movie they couldn't even edit it out of the trailer. Yeah, so we can't we can't come up with three minutes <laughs> it's, without titty. It's titties, fucking so. wild, too, because it's the rape scene. It's like well, one of the rape scenes that's in the fucking trailer. It, oh, this man. movie is like... It's it is fucking just, nuts. It's so uh, insane. Also, like, the guy... That's like the the pure-hearted uh, original leader before the Black Gestapo took over. His solution to like taking back over the gang is to murder like everyone in the gang. It's amazing. <laughs> it's it incredible. is amazing. And I mean, he's like gunning them down. Like it's, it's he's setting booby traps. It's just <laughs> it's so good. And they do all this in the span of like an hour and twenty-two minutes. It's like yeah, super it's short. A, it's, a, it's it's just a perfectly tight film. It's amazing. It really yeah. is amazing. And I, I implore all of you to watch the trailer. Look up the poster. The poster is, like, so fucking offensive. It's just like, Jesus Christ. It's wonderful. I, I, I it's so it. offensive I asked TJ to paint me something. He's like, this is a private. You can't show anyone this. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, I would not. He's uh, not going to commission this. I mean, I'll do it. But, like, we, I'm not sharing that on the Internet. No, like, that, that, that it, gets buried with me. It's funny, too, because it's, like, offensive on, like, levels that I didn't know existed. Like, it's, like, I can't, like, it's, like, anti-Semitic and it's, like, racist against yeah, it's like, I didn't, It's, like, like I didn't know I that it was going to do it for me, but it did. I don't did. really it's, know, it's, like, I don't really, like, it was funny. When Gogs and I started watching it, there was just a reaction where it's, like, oh, no. Um, but it was, uh, like, it was, like, they're playing chicken with, like, they're not actually going to lean all the way. Oh, my God, they're oh, wearing they SS uniforms. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I mean, it is it is just incredible. It is so fucking wild. Anyway, yeah, I highly highly recommend it. There you go, Black Gestapo. Uh, so five knuckle shuffle time. Uh, what, no, so no, uh, no, you, uh, you got to talk about real real quick. The guy who wrote Nobody. Yes. Also, the guy who wrote John Wick. Oh man. <laughs> He's, he's he a real, just, uh, he used this shit in the same script. Who's the guy that wrote uh, Empire Lords Kasdan? The guy that just wrote the same Star Wars movie three times. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like like it's like when that did that one guy make funny games twice? Like he's just like yeah. Uh, okay, that was a weird pull for Gogs, but yeah, Michael Haneke. Yeah, he, uh, he, funny game that, sounds hilarious. That was a uh, that was like a shot for shot remake. Like it wasn't yeah. like that was. Uh, well, there you go. Just I guess I guess no one's getting sued. So that guy wrote John Wick. That's hilarious. He literally just wrote Derek. the same movie twice. Colstead? Derek Colstead. Actually, I, I had heard something. I heard something on the lines that, like, is it, it might be a shared universe, or people were wondering if it could possibly be a shared universe. I don't but, know. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, so the, Wick, the Wickiverse? Anyway. Um, the background of the Black Gestapo first. There it is. <laughs> so... I, I, I'm gonna talk about the other half of uh, of of Justice League. Um, 
I'm really wow. surprised. That you, like your your take on this is very surprising. I don't remember. I don't remember much about watching the the first time around. And God, then, not to interrupt you too much, but I would have thought going into this, you would have been because you're usually like the most kind of lenient about stuff. That's I would have thought you, you would have had like kind of like the kindest view of this whole situation. But I'm not. I'm not like mad at it. I'm just like I'm baffled by it. Like it's like so long. And there's so much, there's there's like, so it's like, so little goes on in so much time. Like there's still like, it feels like, it feels like what he wanted to do was make like a 10 part mini series, like to really explore all of this shit. Cause some of this stuff, they think they spend, they spend like a fair amount of time on, on like little bits of it, but then they make these tremendous jumps in logic, like that are just completely unearned. Like, like when Superman comes back and like Wonder Woman suddenly figures out like oh he doesn't know who he is, but then like the next scene like Clark Kent's in a cornfield talking to Martha and Lois and he's like they brought me back for a reason I better figure out why it's like well why did you fucking punch them all when you first showed up <laughs> like huh like they, why did they have to go resurrect him why did they have to go resurrect him in, in, in the, in the Superman ship? I couldn't figure that out. Why? If somebody touched his, his, his DNA okay. was in the ship. Cause remember, Is that it? remember Man of Steel, it, they had the like Kryptonian like DNA sequencer bullshit. And then okay. like the, in like the DC lore, like his ship, what do they call it? What was the thing with the eradicator, the regeneration matrix or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like that's like in the actual DC comics when Superman died and the Eradicator came, the one who could shoot the beams from his hands. Yeah, he was cool. He he was born from the regeneration matrix, which was like part of the ship. Okay. Like the Kryptonian ship holds like a lot of like DC lore, and that's why I think he did that. Okay. Um, brought the cyborg Superman in. Well, like, so, oh my so, god! I wish I think we said it when we watched it. Like I wish they would have brought all. I wish the John Henry Irons, yeah, Steel, uh, and like the, little, the clone, little boy the Superman kid. Like I would have brought all of them in. Yeah, and that, bring that, Bizarro, bring in everybody. Bizarro, sorry if they're just Bizarro. introducing shit to the DC canon without like explaining it in the movie. Why didn't they just use a Lazarus pit? Because everybody that has like a partial familiarity with comic books understands that you yeah, come back to the Lazarus pit's fucked up. But I mean, like that, that sort of defeats the need for the Mother Box, right? Like the Mother Box, the Mother Box brought Cyborg back without whatever. Doesn't matter. So here's just some of my notes I wrote: some tremendous unearned logic jumps. They brought me back for a reason. I need to ask why. Well, why did you fuck them all up? How does anyone are, know anything about any of this? Like everyone's what? like. What what are some of the other logic jumps? Like I, when me and TJ watched it, I felt like all the times that something like that happened, we got answered pretty quickly. Why well, like, every time we'd like, be like, "Well, why are they doing that? Or why that happened? Or what? How did that? What brought that about?" And then like within like two minutes, we'd have an answer of some. Well, sort. it's like it was like massive assumptions about everything. Like how does everybody know? Like like that like the 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 base that they built at. Uh, Chernobyl or whatever they called Chernobyl. Like they immediately understood how all that worked. Like how this is technology that no one's ever seen. Like, how do you know? Like, I, I'm trying to think what else. like, like, well, between like wonder woman, like real like knowing that, you know, so-and-so wasn't gonna I, like, or that Superman didn't know who he was and why and how, and how 
does the does the speed force and the electricity thing is that like a, is that canon? I just might not be steeped enough in DC lore to appreciate all this, but I felt like there was just a lot of like yeah, it felt the, like jumps the, to like me. like the electricity and lightning with the speed force. That's a thing. Like he charges himself up enough, he can like hurl lightning bolts at people. Okay, and do stuff like that. That's the thing with the Flash. Most of my Flash knowledge comes from the TV show. Okay. And that's something so, that he can do in the show. So, what else I got? I got the Spruce Moose doesn't just need a pep talk. It's aerodynamically in an aerodynamically inferior design. Like when uh, when Cyborg's like, yeah, yeah, we just need to just tell the jet to fly. It'll fly. I was like, okay, <laughs> fine. Um, <clears throat> I thought one of designs of, of vehicles that fucking Batman's like crawler super, thing super tumber like why would it have a mode where it doesn't use wheels and why would it why would <laughs> you just why would you get out of it why would you just take it into battle i love how two-way batman became like he's just like his his superpower is just bullets at this point um i have just what's aquaman's deal exactly because i really couldn't pin it down uh, I never saw the Aquaman movie, but I thought him and Amber Heard knew who each other was, and it yeah, seemed we, like they we, met each other. I think you guys think touched on that. Well, this it's like it, I th- I think that what happened was is that they just fucking made the Aquaman movie, and they didn't even bother. They're like, who knows what's gonna happen in Justice League? Fuck it, just do whatever. Fair. Um, I thought that Wonder Woman's sword was sharp enough to cut through Superman's skin. So how could Barry touch it? That's just a minor pet peeve. Um, that did bo- that did bother me when he like taps it back by the blade. I said like, that should take like, his fucking finger off. Yeah, he sh- there should be another scene right after where he's just like, oh my god. Yeah, no, yeah. So, one um, sword can pierce Superman's skin. I didn't know that. Was I thought I thought that was like he's he's cause Superman is susceptible to magic. To magic, yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, um, I remember so, that from Kingdom Come. Uh, yeah, I think that's where I put that up. One of the best Superman stories. Oh, that's the Shazam part, right? Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay, so so here's a, here's a big jump in logic, right? Who the (laughs) hell came up with this final plan and based on what possible understanding of these never before seen or experienced events? Like, how did they come up with, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, like, super pushed into... Did Cyborg actually get into the mother boxes, or did his just his consciousness get slammed through there by the speed of light touch? And then the mother boxes, I guess, are malevolent because at some point they acted like three old hags that were in, that were pretending to be Cyborg's parents and him. Like, and and how do they know any of that was going to happen? Because no one knows anything about the shit. How did how did Miles Bennett Dyson? know that the mother boxes would be a thing. Why is the deaths, why is the anti-life equation on Earth, and why are we just now figuring this out? How the hell did Darkseid not know this the first time he came here? Um, yeah, they what? don't do anything with the anti-life equation. So an intergalactic fortress can be taken out of commission with some regular-ass Warhawk missiles? Um, <laughs> like, these, these mother boxes... I, 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 I there's just lots of stuff I was like, they're just making really bold jumps in logic, and or just big assumptions. And all the assumptions paid off. Um, the end fight was fun. It was bonkers. There's a lot of slow motion. Uh, How what, awesome is it to see Superman beating the ever-loving piss out of us? So, like, so that was that was, that was that was awesome. But here's the thing. It's not a Justice League movie. It's just we need a Superman movie. Like, it's Superman's the only one that really gets, like, he well, brings home the bacon. 
Wonder Woman cuts her uh, Steppenwolf's head off. Well, yeah, but Superman loosened the jar. Like, it's yeah, not, yeah. like, it's not, right? Like, come on. It's a good analogy. She right? didn't fucking cut his head off in I, all well, the other attempts. On, on. We, we need to know the most important part of that movie. What about that 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 future flash forward with the Joker? I have a, I have a, I have a, I'll, we'll get to that. I have a controversial take on that. Oh, um, no. Oh, that means he liked it. So <laughs> I liked it. Remember? Conventional conventional weapons trumping intergalactic alien tech is a weird approach. Uh, where does he get all these wonderful assault weapons? Um, in a movie full of Mary Sues, Cyborg is the merriest Sue. Uh, if you were moving at near the speed of light and you speak, are you not outpacing the sound of your own voice? That was just a question I had to myself. Um, oh yeah, if you're, on a train going to, if you're on a train going to the speed of light and you walk from the back to the front, are you going faster than the speed of light? Right. I don't know. It's all. I guess it's a relative plane. Um, why doesn't Wonder yeah. Woman open with Gauntlet Smash? That should be her one move. Like, why does she even bother with the rest of it? Like, Gauntlet Smash. <laughs> Alec and I be, said the same thing. <laughs> that should be her opener and her closer. Like, there's no. Yeah, it's Gauntlet it's, Smash. It's like when you play a, a certain video game, and like that, like the strong attack is like the thing that always gets yeah. you. Uh, this is not so much a team effort so much as a Superman effort. Why is Luther at Arkham instead of Blackgate? I couldn't figure that out. Why is he even in Gotham? I couldn't figure well, that out. Well, remember Gotham and Metropolis in, in the Snyderverse. Oh, they're crossed by a bay. It's like, like Oakland 20, and San Francisco. Yeah, they're like 10 minutes apart, which is like one of the dumbest one of the dumbest choices. That he, should still be, he should still be at Blackgate. Uh, the social network is the smarmy, sniveling Lex Luthor we never asked for. Um, I would watch the Magic Mike Deathstroke movie, though. I, I want. I'll, I'll watch that film. That guy's. I, I like Joe. What's his name? Joe Manchilone. Whatever his name is. Yeah. You should watch. You should watch the most recent Pee Wee movie. Really? Yeah. Because he's in that, and they have like a weird, like undertone, like gay relationship in it, and it's really fun. I love that guy, and I, I'm not gonna lie. That Deathstroke, he looked badass as Deathstroke. I was like, yeah, okay, I fuck with this. Um. I like that you escape prison and you're hiding out on a big ass yacht that I can only assume is in your name. Like he's just chilling. Uh, and, and Batman is so two way in this film. It's like, he forgot about all Batman lore ever. Uh, so my take hey, on the God, pause. What is two? What you keep saying two way? What is second that amendment? Like all so, Batman oh, has, it's just, just, gotcha. just, he's got Gatling guns. Oh God. Gogs has, has, has been indoctrinated. Yeah. I've been <laughs> um, and then, based. so my take, my take you've on been the hanging end, out with Vinny, you've been hanging out with Vinny too much. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I've just, I've just been, I've been buying, I'm using bullets instead of currency. I don't um, know. I, I've been talking, I've been also talking to Vinny a lot lately. He's become shockingly a lot more liberal than I'd expect. Well, you know, we all left leaning, not liberal. Really. Right. There's a difference. Um, so my take on the ending scene. Not gonna lie, kind of want to see that movie. Like, I kind of want to see that movie more Same. than the movie I watched. Like, well, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that, but I still think that the Joker that sequence. Was I'm just... sort of it's it's because the whole movie's extra and Jared Leto's extra as fuck. But I'm like I'm genuinely kind of interested in what would bring Batman together with the Joker. Like I'm like I'm watching this thing and I'm like, here's what I want. I want whatever you could you could condense, or maybe this is the ten part series that Zack Snyder should have made. I want the first half of the movie. It's all, you know, they just wanted to make Endgame. They just wanted to make Endgame, and they wanted to make Infinity War. And the Endgame movie, I guess, will be the second Apocalypse movie or whatever it is. But it's never happened now. But maybe not. But, like, if, if they had taken the first half of the movie and kind of, like, just 
just trimmed it up a little bit and then whatever. And then as a result of their actions, because everyone has all the freakouts about we shouldn't bring Superman back because this, that, and the other. And then we're in this hellscape. I'm fucking interested in that hellscape. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of fucking compelling. It's like, like remember the low, like the, the Wolverine video game that started with, like, in the future where, like, everything was bad and, like, I guess it was, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, uh, the apocalypse, the, the God, God of War, War game, game, yeah, but it was like you know, fucking rock. Mutants were being it. hunted. I forget what the the I forget was there was like uh, Striker got them or whatever. But like Believe that it or was, not, it was the tie-in. I think the game was called Wolverine Origin. It was a tie-in to the stupid ass. That movie. game was so fucking good. The game oh, was so this good. It was so goddamn good. Um, but yeah, I like I, I watched that ending bit and I was like, and the Joker at least he doesn't say damaged across his forehead. It looked kind of weird, like. A, I don't know. I was like, I was like, I'm kind of interested in this. Like, I don't know what, what is, is this about? Because the whole time he was talking, he was like severely out of focus. I, yeah, sort of, I don't know what that was like. But like, I'm I will I want to see what's happening there. Like, I'm curious. If we're never going to get that, I, that's a disappointment to me because I'm, you know, I'm sort of genuinely interested about that. And Marshall um, Manhart showed up and be like, all right, I'll get you next time. Wait, Marshall Manor has a real name, thanks, though, right? Thanks for John John. John John, yeah. Yeah, like that bit was like, all right. Like, like the, it, yeah, he was I around. Got you guys. Like, where, were you the, where were you this time? I was parking the car. Like, I was just, you know, I didn't know. Did, you. We, did we talk about this before? So, like, I didn't know this, but Snyder wanted Green Lantern and not. Martian Manhunter, but like well, I guess Warner Brothers was like. But Green Lantern was in the flashback. Green Lantern was in the no, the, but he he wanted like um like 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 a Hal John, Jordan. I think he, he, wanted he, John. he wanted John Stewart. He wanted, oh. but even he wanted like a current Green Lantern because I know like a member of the Green Lantern Corps was in like that flashback. Yeah, you had like, like an, an ancient Green Lantern where one box yeah. was given to the realm of men and one was given to the realm of elves and one was given to the realm of dwarves and I loved that too. It's like the Amazons like put it in like this whatever and then the uh, the 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 Aquaman put it in whatever and they mar- the, the the humans just buried it in dirt like eh, yeah, like, in, like four feet like. Of dirt. A foot deep. Yeah, <laughs> that'll like work. They barely even covered it. Just like, you know, I don't feel like I don't feel like digging. Like the like the like the uh, the Amazons like did all sorts of wacky shit to like encase this thing. Then the humans were like, ah, fuck it, just whatever. Didn't help. Um, didn't, didn't help. help. Didn't help. Got got him first. Um, what? Else? Oh, so and I guess the other thing was like, like the Martian Manhunter. It's a good thing you brought that up because he brings up. He's like, it's nice to see all of Earth's heroes united. And I was like. They earned each other's rapport a little too quick, like a little too. But like, I mean, like the Barry, I I will say the Flash stuff. I enjoyed Flash. I enjoyed his like, I enjoyed the Cyborg stuff. I liked how I like what they did with him. Um, I actually didn't think Gal Gadot was as bad as I expected her to be. Strong disagree. I mean, she's not as bad as I expected her to be. Like, there's not. I'm not saying she's good. She's not as bad as I expected her to be. But I really thought they were going to do. I know they want. I know they want uh, Aquaman to be the Thor character, I guess. But like he, they still didn't like. He was all anti, and then all of a sudden he's just there outside of that tunnel. And now, also, like he's got like a personal connection to Superman. Why? Why? And like, what are his powers set at, in, on dry land exactly? Like what? I, I, mm, uh, but. You know, it was a. I'll say this: the, the end of it, the, the Superman squash match was a ton of fun. Like you just fucking annihilated that dude. Um, I, I could have done with more of that. Uh, 
I mean, there was just, you know, I would say the first, the first half was a four. The second half was like a seven, maybe an eight. Cause well, that's a lot higher gets, than hey, you've been, yeah, that's, that, yeah, that your score is like incongruent. Yeah, no, well, no, no. I mean, there's like, I have, I, like, I have problems with what was happening, but I didn't, I didn't, I'm not mad at it. I enjoyed it. Like I, I could probably, it's probably just cause I have like such affinity for the Marvel movies. I could probably take them apart in the exact same way. If I really yeah, wanted to, probably, yeah. but, um, I, you know, I, I feel like I really do. I feel like he wanted to have like a 10 part HBO series to like really make a meal out of this thing. Um, and they probably would have done it better, quite frankly. And I was genuinely, I like the future, the, the scary future thing that they showed in the original version didn't make a lick of sense. This one, I'm at least like, Oh, this is kind of fucking scary and fun. Like, let's go. Um, evil Superman who's avenging the death of Lois Lane, perhaps, with the Joker tormenting him like this. Apparently, is- apparently, in if Zack Snyder got to make a sequel, I guess Batman and Lois Lane were going to have a kid. I, I don't know. It was very strange. Oh, why? No, it was uh, the Superman and Lois Lane were going to have a kid who was going to grow up to be Batman. That was the treatment. Oh, oh. Which makes that's, a lot more sense. Yeah, that's better question mark i guess but anyway so that, i mean that was that was that was my take it was just i had to watch it in like four sittings though it took a while to like get through it, it's it's a little long oh, wow. in the tooth um but the ending the ending is a, when the ending gets going the ending's a lot of fun um but and it was and it was superior to whatever we watched before that the other movie was just trash so all right, there we well, go. that's it, right? Let's get that's a more feature presentation of Be- Hype Williams. Hype Williams, Belly. Hype I've... Williams' debut. He never made any other movies after this, did he? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we saw we saw on uh, Voodoo, I think it was Voodoo last night, there's a Belly 2. Yeah, no, it was on game. Amazon. <laughs> I, I think there's a TV spinoff, too, where there was, like, in production, or there was a pilot or something for, like, stars, maybe? Stars. Stars. That sounds about right because they have that show Power that's like it's, it's like, like it's, talked yeah. about. Oh a shit! Lot. Am I just being racist? Is it got? Is it got? Uh, Power has Fifty Cent in it. The Karate Guy. I think he might be in it. Oh, uh, why can't I think? Michael, Michael Jai White. White. Which yeah, I think Karate he, Guy? He's in Power, but I I don't I I swear I'll look it up later. But I swear there was like a belly spinoff or something. Tell me. Uh, well, Sean, you get to do the honors. What happened? Yeah, in this talk movie? us through this well, thing real quick. Yeah. Like, did you guys have like your regular friends and then a subset of scumbag friends that weren't allowed in your house? No, uh, no. no. All my friends were scumbag friends. Well, I had like a guy that worked for my mom, that, so he'd have a legit job that was like a legit Cherry Hill drug dealer. He's like thirty-five, and he used to let me hang out in his place because I was funny. Yeah, yeah, and then I would just end up like fucking doing errands for them all the time. So my parents thought I was making four hundred dollars a day waiting tables at Friendlies. Oh, so you were like fucking Ray Liotta and Goodfellas? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like I was like a fucking free Uber taxi driver for drug dealers, or the hey, take this to Veronica and Reed Bird. And oh, you were a mule. There. Yeah, kind of. But like, there's the scenes where they're whipping guns out and shit. It seems so unrealistic. But I swear to God, I was in this dude's apartment. And he lived in Glen Burnie, which they acted like was Ellicott City because they had running water and shit, <laughs> all his friends. And I'll never forget this. They are playing NFL Game Day 98. And yeah, fuck it. Yeah, and one guy kept using Barry Sanders, and Barry Sanders, like Bo Jackson and Tecmo Bowl, everybody would just bounce off of him. 
And there, a gun, like a cartoon-sized RoboCop gun, got slammed on the coffee table and said, bet your ass won't use Barry Sanders again. <laughs> Holy shit. And then I looked over my buddy, uh, let's just call him Dave, and I looked at him, he's like, oh, that's fine, shit happens all the time. I'm like, okay. But I always think of Belly, because fucking, uh, when the gummo scene comes on, which we'll touch on later, <laughs> they're, they're like, what the fuck is this shit? And I was like, oh, that's uh, the guy that made kids made that. And then they're like, oh. And uh, the other guy, we'll call him Will, just goes, of course, this gay N-word knows that, so that was my nickname for like six months. <laughs> the gay N-word? Yeah. <laughs> And then it was beans and rice, and then it just got shortened to beans because Beanie Siegel was popular at the time. Ironically, yeah. I didn't know that, that we had the same nick. We have the same nickname for you now as they had for you. Then, yeah, we keep yeah. calling you the gay N word off air. Of course, God's God's uses the whole word. The rest of yeah. this is <laughs> well, no, the whole word too. I'm just not God. using it for yeah. yeah. I, I celebrate every letter. <laughs> but these were the guys like I got my first cell phone from them. It was a cloned cell phone, if you remember oh, what those things yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. So Holy like shit. if if I called you, the car ID would say Golden Dragon Restaurant, which was like a Chinese place, I think, in like on Liberty Heights. It's a, it's it's uh, I think it's still there. It's on Reisterstown Road. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been there forever. Yeah. And it was like you go there. Is it the same place I'm thinking of? Or no, that might have been the spot actually in Cherry Hill. Where you go there, and it was like a fourteen-year-old girl working. It was like walk-up only, like no yeah. fucking uh, like you couldn't go in there, right? And it it was like that fucking that's that a uh, skit from the Fuji's album, like the I want four chicken wings fried hard and shit. Fuck you, you little bitch. Like <laughs> my whole life at these people's house was like a. Uh, you know that meme with the the puppet monkey that's like looking sideways and then just looking straight ahead. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This shit was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. But uh, no, we watched Belly all the fucking time. So like, Belly's like a movie, kind of like this is gonna be a weird comparison, but kind of like old school. So if you're of a certain age and a certain like demographic, you could just say shit from it and people would know it. Like I can't tell you how many times that you gonna get yours beat. Yeah, you gonna get yours beat. How often that got said? As he's naked on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> like, he can't. You can't, you can't see this at home. But he was just like, you gonna get yours, and then he just moves. It's like, and then it just like does like a crossfade to the next scene. Like what the? There's also a weird. There was a weird. There was a weird hierarchy of what was allowed to be spilled on the table because uh, a forty couldn't be spilled on the money, but a whole human being, not a problem. <laughs> or the then, we, then, we drinking, smoking weed, all that shit. Then get naked. Then he strips yeah. it. There's a lot of male nudity in this movie. Also very, a lot of titty though. This anyway, Sean slaps so hard. Happens, like the worst. Is, okay. So it has the best opening in the history of crime cinema, maybe? The opening it's, is fantastic. It is fucking solid. It's the, it's the uh, high point of the movie for me. And uh, I, I encourage everybody to watch. What is is it called? Prince Hood Reviews, that channel I showed you? Yeah, that guy's where hilarious. Where they do a rundown? That guy's from Baltimore, apparently. No but, shit. Uh, well, when uh, he said, uh, he, I was watching the Candyman, he's like, bro, you're a whole-ass ghost. I was like, oh, that guy's got to be from Baltimore. <laughs> like, yeah, his name is, Pr- it's P-R-I-M-M Hood yeah. Review, Hood Cinema. He's so very funny. You're I watched a couple of movies. Uh, the movie starts with, as all noir movies do, and this is, like, very noir, um, in, like, literally noir, um, with, like, weird voiceover. And Nas is, like... 
he's on some next level terrible acting. He's like Tommy Wiseau he caliber acting. Like, I don't know what Nas is like. I, I, this is going to sound awful, but whatever. Everything I say sounds awful. I don't know what Nas's reading level is, but like his narration is like he's reading from a script directly Bro, in front of his face. He wrote the fucking script. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he, he can read it. what he wrote. <laughs> like it's bad. You know, Nas is like one of the smartest like rappers alive, which is makes it so incongruent. Well, like maybe he's on the spectrum and he can't like emote. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he can't emote. He what TJ, same... what TJ and I were talking about really. Like, I was going through Nas songs in my head. It's like he never really gets angry in songs. Like he just kind of he stays kind of pretty even keel. So maybe this is just this. Is what do you got? You get this? Yeah. Nas, uh, they want you to understand that he's like kind of a good person. So his name is literally sincere, which is insane. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it also didn't uh, help that DMX has two names that or three. That, that well, he has three names. <laughs> oh, three of them, and one of them's in contest because if you would have put a gun in my mouth a week ago and asked me what is Tommy's name in that movie, I said it's buns like butt cheeks. Yeah. But yeah. this time, because I listened to it, he said Bundy, and then he said Bundes. But if you look yeah. at the Wikipedia, it says buns, so I don't know. But apparently, in the world of Belly, the name Tommy is short, short for the for buns. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's like he's no, Bundy. That it's Bundy. Yeah, it's like Bundy, you know, or Buns or Tommy for short. I was like, this is an extra syllable. How is yeah. that for no, short? It's not even close. Yeah, it's like, I was like, really I was like my name's. I was like, yeah, my name's B. He's credited as Tommy Buns Bundy. <laughs> Buns, like, yeah, like B U N D S? B U N S. Like, that's. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> it's like you know. call me Gogs or Alphabet Soup for short. <laughs> It's dogs. It's short for Vance. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So they rob. They're always involved in some kind of like nondescript crime activity. They're just doing general crime. Like they don't have a specialty really. Like so, they rob this club, and then they go to DMX, who lives in like the Starship Enterprise. Like he his has house the most slaps. Bro, his house is in the future. Yeah, like that's that's got like fucking arcane geometry. Like I I don't even understand how that house is built. One thing about the movie though, like it's beautiful. Like Mm -hmm. all these weird. I think we're generally pro music videos direct music video directors directing movies because Constantine was directed by a music video director and it also looks like nothing else we watch. Well, this movie looks amazing. It's the problem is that Hype Hype Williams and DMX and Nas aren't good writers because like we'll get into it later, I'm sure. But like if if they just hired a screenwriter for this movie, I think it could have been way better. This movie also is weird because it has a a lot of future narration. Where he's yes. like, this motherfucker yeah. was a problem. I didn't like this motherfucker. This motherfucker's gonna turn yeah. us in, like, constantly. Every time, every time. It's like, dude, you don't need to tell me who every bad guy is. But it's also insane because Nas's uh, voiceover sounds exactly like his dialogue. Like, it just sounds like when he's talking, he's reading out of his diary. Like, it's it makes no yeah. sense. It's like ADR from another dimension. Yeah, it's... But, but they, they, so they roll into DMX's house at, I don't know, 3.30 in the morning. And start shooting pool and playing the movie Gummo, Gummo. by Arnie Corinne incredibly loud. <laughs> but then when they start like making jokes, they get shushed because they're being too loud and they're gonna wake up fucking Keisha. 
who is like a, a ghetto Naomi Campbell and shit. That's what they say in the movie. Sean's not uh, making that, no, that clever and, analogy. And shit is a legitimate punctuation in this movie. Yeah. And then this is followed up by one of my favorite subplots in the whole movie, where ghetto Naomi Campbell, again, their words, not mine, Yeah, uh, finds a number in DMX's pager, and then she calls the 16, 16-year-old girl. Yeah, DMX is apparently a representative from the great state of Florida. Yeah, DMX <laughs> is is having a fucking affair with a 16-year-old, and it is, like, fine. Like, yeah. she blows yeah, him. Like, that later that in the- part of it is not addressed. <laughs> Only the fact that he's fucking somebody else. The, no. it, the, the childhood of the person who <laughs> he is mouth-fucking. Uh, yeah, it could have been like, why? Why she got to be sixteen? Well, like, also why is possibly like the best delivered dialogue ever. Like, I, well, he said we're too young to have sex, but I did suck his dick the night before last. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, like, like every- well, if I remember correctly, in that conversation, like she's like, well, he knew me when I was younger. Yeah, now I'm he's, sixteen. Yeah. He's groomer. Like, like, he, like he's a fucking YouTube host. <laughs> <laughs> he's a real Logan Paul, <laughs> right? You better be careful. Watch out. Uh, the, uh, all the dialogue yeah. for the women in this movie. We are eight seconds in this movie, by the way. All yeah, the dialogue yeah. in this movie is written for like the guys talk like normal, like kind of young dudes of that era. And all the women have dialogue like they're in Downton Abbey. It's all like this really stilted, overly formal dialogue. It's, it's but yeah. with and cursing. It's- it's all delivered very poor. Like, yeah. the acting in this movie across the board is... Well, I thought we thought the T-Boz did all right. She was oh, she's awful. The, yeah, I mean, they're all bad. She the best, was, the, besides DMX, the best actor in this entire movie is that little kid. Yeah. <laughs> I like <laughs> Method Man, though. Slaps. Method Man was oh, good. Oh, Method Man's I, fun. You're right, yeah. DMX and Method Man are, I think, legitimately good in this movie. You mean, yeah. DMX was, like, yeah, surprisingly good. This. Well, not just, I'm not saying that because he's dead. Like, he was, like, no, good, he was, convincing. He was good, he was good in this movie. Weirdly, this is his first movie, and it might be his best performance. Again, we are eight seconds into this movie, so let me, yeah. let me try and get through this. Um, they do wake up the aforementioned uh, Keisha... Who comes down and starts yelling at them. That's a, a little sincere goes back to his house, which he announces to you. And then every time they say mention the baby, they cut to the baby. So just in case you're unaware of what a baby might be. Um, yeah, he's living with T-Boz, who he met in Baltimore. And like he just wants to go to anywhere in Africa. Yeah. Like, Eventually, yeah. He just wants yeah. to just... And she wants him to start a bit. Everything is so weirdly generic. It's like kids wrote it. Like, why don't you just do a business? It's like, we're going to move to Africa. Like, what the fuck are we even talking about? Yeah. So the same thing. We're like, well, let's go to Africa. It's like, Africa's pretty fucking big, dude. Where are you going over there? It's very generic. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. South Africa. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, the, be- the, the best one to go to. <laughs> uh, so Kurt Loader breaks in on uh, DMX's TV <laughs> in the bathroom, which is inexplicably in the corner of the bathroom. He's also taking a shower, and it would have no way of actually hearing that TV. I like, can't. What? I can't hear when my like, if I'm taking a shower in like our fucking shower stall and Liz is yelling at me from outside. If my eyes are closed, I don't know that there's noise happening. How did he hear Kurt Loader talking about heroin 2.0? He's also yeah, it's well this is also never addressed but it's some kind of heroin that's also like LSD where you just like put it on you like a sticker? 
I oh, yeah, that's right. They say it's like his uh, dermal application or whatever. Yeah. Subdermal. It's, it, yeah, it's like, it's like super heroin. So they break in to deliver <laughs> that part of the plot. And then uh, DMX is going to get a connect from a drug dealer named Lennox, who goes by Ox, who is so Jamaican as to be unintelligible. Oh, my God. This guy is so fucking Jamaican. Like, which which it, did not stop any of us back in the day from going, we're going to get some Jamaican pussy, make dick on like Rottweiler. What or, the hell does that mean? Makes your dick hard like Rot. We haven't even gotten to that part of the movie yet. But like, well, we're, we're getting there. Makes dick hard like Rottweiler? Like, I, can't, what? I can't remember, again, because I've seen this movie so many times, it's hard for me to place like in order, and it doesn't really matter that much. But at some point they go to Mark's basement. I don't know if this is before or after <laughs> no, they go to see. Okay, yeah. this is where they're counting money, and they DMX gets pissed at Black about something who they who Nas says they have in the crew just to smoke weed and crack jokes on. Hmm. So he's there just as an object of ridicule. Um, and this is where he is forced to strip and put his balls all over Mark's <laughs> grandmother's couch. After DMX has shot, I don't know, six holes into her floor in the basement, not waking her up. Um, and then that's the, you can get yours, B, you can get yours, B. That's when that happens. And then I believe there's some bullshit where Nas goes to talk to T-Boz. And, like, I didn't mention this when we were talking about uh, Keisha before. Um, she's a terrible actress. She's The only mm. thing she's been in, she was, like, so the bad. young girl in a Bronx tale. And then she's in some other movie. I can't remember. But she, she is, is hot, though. She is impossibly hot. But also, and, I think I think we might have skipped it. There's a scene where uh, Nas and DMX have sex with their respective girlfriends to to get them oh, to the, stop the arguing. The cut sex, where yeah, you see that. But it's like it's Nas done to like nice sex. And it's DMX, like done to like war drums. Though. Well, DMX <laughs> is having sex like he's like in the Devil's Advocate or something. <laughs> like, he looks like some kind of demon. His back's all crooked and weird. Like it's really bizarre. And it's got that Tony Scott fuck lighting where everything's in blue. Yeah. But Nas is in like these like nice like earth tone sex colors. Yeah, Nas has nice sex. That's yeah. a good way They are both like you need to understand though, like the way that they're described is that they are two totally different types of people. Well, they're almost the same person. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Like Nas is just like like theoretically nicer. And not as prone to just randomly shooting people, but will still shoot people. Like, don't get it twisted. Um, they they end up uh, DMX goes to not or uh, Lennox's fucking fortress in I don't know wherever the like, it's not in Jamaica. I think it's in New York somewhere. Where uh, he interrupts the soccer game, which is a very funny bit of dialogue where he's like, uh, "I hope not interrupting anything." And Fox is like, "You interrupt a little bit," which always makes me laugh. <laughs> But then this but, scene, this scene is like... Uh, we also so forgot weird. to mention... I'm sorry. When uh, DMX is in the shower singing, he's singing some nonsense song at, where he also barks. <laughs> he's just kind of singing... <laughs> like, like, what is that song? Um, anyway, yeah. So they're doing that, and like Hype Williams can't be bothered to have two people talk on screen for two seconds, so he, he double yeah. exposes a soccer game over their conversation, which... Uh, I, somebody was saying that it's like so you get the idea that they're masking the conversation from somebody like the feds is or whatever. That what that's supposed to be? I guess oh, I thought he God. was just like like legit bored. Like oh man, well, this is that, that's bored. not communicated at all. No, like, not at all. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, 
Ox. Uh, he calls him scared, and then he says, I run shit, I kill for nothing, don't bring scared business to me anymore, so you know he's not scared. And, then, and later he proves it, because he is nice with that gun. He's like right. bone crusher. And then there's also another uh, guy in play named Knowledge, who is uh, friends of Sincere, which is another quotable line we used to always use, and I still use when somebody fucks up at work, I just go, that's your man's, that's yo man's fucking... Uh, <laughs> But he's like friends with Nas, even though Nas doesn't like him. But they get him hooked up in Nebraska, of all places, to go sell drugs. Like, why they have to leave New York? Like, I get it. You know, you know, New York's a competitive market, but they go all the way to fucking Nebraska to sell heroin, which whatever. OK. And they set up and they attract the attention of this dude with a perm named Rico and these like fucking insane tortoise oh, glasses. This guy he, is the fucking. He's the worst actor in this movie. Oh god, that's a that's a high bar right there. He is <laughs> yeah, so so bad. This is like the G one tournament of bad acting. Like there's not <laughs> there's not like somebody in the bunch where you're like, oh, there's no way they'll they won't win. Like, yeah. Also, um, he's introduced by eating. Like I, I don't know about you guys, but I like I really have a hard time watching people eat. It's like a pet peeve of mine. I find it yeah. to be disgusting. Well, you love eats, Kishiro Mifune, though. That is true. That's different. Yeah. Like, you don't, it's, it's not like zoomed in on him chewing. <laughs> like, this guy is eating a banana and like, like the he's most, sucking a dick. Like, he's it's having very, a love yeah. affair with that banana. It's gross. It's, and then there's like bits of the banana it, in his lips. I was going to say, not only is it like overly sexual, but it's also like, like a child would eat. It's disgusting. Like, yeah, like he's just mushing it all over himself. Oh, and then also in that, wet. in that same yeah. scene, he's just like, I guess I'm going to have to kill those guys. <laughs> like, it's like, there's no, no, he, no, the line is, I don't drop like that shit. I'm going to have to drop a dime on them. And words. Yeah, if you're sensitive to the phrase N words, not actual N words themselves, um, steer clear because uh, you're going to hear it a lot. Take a shot anytime they say the N <laughs> or know what I'm saying. Oh, DMX is like the mean, fucking worst than know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Not me. You know what? Like, DMX's performance at least seems authentic. Like, I, I, again, I, I go back to say, I think DMX is actually pretty decent in this movie. DMX much, also. Much in, better than the other DMX movie. movie. In this uh, part where they're in Nebraska, also upholds our anti reading stance. <laughs> where uh, Nas confesses that he's been reading like a trifold pamphlet about self improvement. Yes, and, yes. Uh, DMX is like, Shorty can't eat no books. And then Nas says, Well, when's the last time you read anything? And DMX yells at the top of his lungs, Never, motherfucker. So you're to understand that DMX, <laughs> a Tommy Buns, or Bun, Bundy, Tommy Buns, or whatever the fuck his name is. Tommy has, Buns mm, Bundy. Yeah. <laughs> No, Tommy's his nickname. So, um, no, yeah, Buns is his nickname. Just like no, the guy Tom, from Booty Call. No, Tommy's short for Buns. Remember, so his right. his Christian name is Buns or Bundy, <laughs> or maybe Buns Bundy. Scored, I don't know. He also scored four touchdowns in one game. Yeah, right at Polk High School. Polk High. Maybe, maybe his people use the Mon Mothma naming convention, and his name is Buns Bundy. But uh, also, yeah. this this scene, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's this scene. Now, you got to remember, they're drug dealers, and they're trying to keep a low profile. They're but drug dealers he, presently. They're, that's yeah. not their full-time occupation. So he 
DMX runs a red light, is speeding and smoking weed in the car. And yeah. Nas is like, hey, you just ran that red light. And he's like, I'm going to smoke weed. I'm going to do all this shit. He's, I don't he give says, a fuck. No, he says, fucking F word cops can't touch me. I'm drinking, smoking weed, all that shit. <laughs> Which is grand. I do love that scene. So, um, I think uh, at this point, Ox says, uh, remember that favor you owe me, which you don't because you don't understand any of Ox's dialogue prior? Uh, They have to go to Jamaica to go to, like, the illest dance party ever. Um, So he can shoot another drug lord who has no lines, but has, like, a cool feather mohawk. Like, yeah. everybody in this movie acts like Sukiyaki Western Django. Like, they <laughs> learned English, like, phonetically. Um, yeah. I th- at some point, also, in this proceeding, a T-Boz is walking with Terrell Hicks, so I'm pretty sure there's a boom in the shot, very briefly. Uh, also, like, can we talk about briefly, there's a sequence where uh, Ox is in the car with DMX, and then, like, they're driving through Jamaica... And there's this, like, little kid that's, like, got a gun against the that, window. That shot fucking rules, though. Yeah, but it's never addressed, and it's like, what? Well, they're trying to sell the gun to him. That's what that is. Oh! It's like little kids trying to sell chicken God, and did shit. did you understand that? I assume since they weren't actually aiming and shooting that that was probably what they were trying to do. Oh, oh, yeah. all right. I'm just yeah, that's going, all it was. I didn't pick that up. I was like, I thought that was supposed to, like, be something. So DMX puts on a hysterical, like, a Halloween oh scene. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is, like... It's so great. <laughs> it's like a costume like a frat guy would wear to yeah. be a Jamaican. I, I saw like, it recently just, on Justin Trudeau wore this Right. I saw it recently ago. on Facebook. Somebody I work with, some asshole, had that same thing. It's like, look at me. I'm a Waffle House cook. Mm. But, um, yeah. So he puts that on. He gets to do a little bit of accent work, which is fun. But he's also speaking so deeply, you can't understand anything he's saying. But he offers to wash windows for a dollar and then shoots this dude 1,000 times. He just keeps going, bat, 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 bat. Yeah. Doesn't shoot the woman, though, which I, even though I've seen this movie that many times, I'm still, like, surprised about. Yeah, respect. Yeah, Yeah, I guess. Um, No witnesses that, like, you don't want her to come back as Batman. So whilst all this is happening, uh, Rico has dropped the dime on them. The feds show up at the Nebraska house, and there's a really good shootout scene, like a pretty intense short action scene. Where Hassan Johnson goes, catches one, and you think he's going to get away until he doesn't. He's oh, good until no. he's not. Oh, that shit's hilarious. He gets shot in the chest, and then he's like fine enough to return fire, get into a car, drive away, and then he's just like, and then he's dead. He that's drives a good, that's like, a great scene. Yeah. He drives like five feet. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. he gets up enough speed to just annihilate his car on the back of a flatbed. Yeah, like, if looks- this, it, it was like a Final Destination type accident, although he does, <laughs> he's not headless when he comes out of the car. Yeah. Um. So DMX gets back to New York while uh, they're, while Nas and T-Boz, who is a pretty woman but looks just fucking busted next to Terrell Hicks. Like, I feel bad for her. Mm. Like, Yeah, I agreed. She's told him that Tommy has called them like 38 times, even though he's mad that Knowledge called his house about the same shit. So, like, everybody's breaking fucking hood phone etiquette in this movie. And uh, he shows up. He knows that the feds have Terrell Hicks. 
And then the movie kind of breaks down from here. Oh, it's a me- yeah, it like turns into a whole different movie. Yeah. Like, so there there were two kids uh, earlier, like high school kids that were hanging well, out with them. One kid, one kid that looks like a high school kid. One kid that looks like he's thirty six. Yeah, one kid that looks like he's older than BMX. Uh, they were they're performing basically my function in the story earlier. Uh, they go do you to a it. fancy dinner and murk your your counterpart i mean basically they uh what do you think i moved they go to uh <laughs> atlanta they're going all over the place just to sell weed i know he's trying to lay low but jesus christ he's floor. laying low in like the ballerest apartment yeah. he, he can't lay low you know what i mean like that's as low as he can lay but there's a great scene where he's uh, egging them on, which if you didn't get from the actual dialogue and motions, Nas gets on to tell you that he's an instigator, like to tell you exactly. Nas is doing yeah. like those like descriptive audio for the blind or whatever. Nah. And um, yeah, so they get in an argument. He's like, you're not going to let that motherfucker talk to you like that. And they both pull out guns and one of them gets murdered. And DMX in a really great scene, he's like, I, I'm just tired. You get to you just look at him. He's like, I'm sick of this shit. And he just lays there. And waits for the cops to come. And then Nas tells you that he was tired of that shit and waiting there for the <laughs> cops to come get him. Uh, and then Nas really isn't doing a whole lot besides, like, again, vaguely talking about going to Africa, which is, to wit, everybody in his life is way more impressed that he quit smoking weed than he's moving to Africa. Like, he goes to the barber shop at one point, and the barber's like, you moving to Africa, and you quit fucking weed? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... But yeah, DMX gets, uh, I think in that video where I was talking about, gets dispatched on a Hitman mission <laughs> to kill Louis Farrakhan. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what it is, though. It's like this weird, like... Yeah, but hold on, wait, 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 we walked right over something. Like, oh, we, that we bar- missed, uh, Method Man, I'm sorry, yeah. Well, we gotta get to talk about Method Man, but, like, the barbershop scene, like, Nas walks out of the barbershop and Black shows up to fuck with him. Well, yeah, I didn't and then the barber far to, the, the, yeah. But, like, the barber, like, just has his back immediately, and they, like, swap guns, and Nas catches one. Like, it's, like, a... Also, also I mean, like, God, what? it'd be like that sometimes. You should it'd know be like the most, that also, the most like, street person on the show. But, but Black, like, Black should have a problem with DMX, not Nas. Like, Nas didn't do anything to him. It's yeah, like, well, it's like when you go to buy a fucking PlayStation 5, and you just end up getting an Xbox One, because that's all they got. <laughs> yeah, fair. Also, um, he, right. that guy had like years of planning, and it was just like, I'm it's, just like gonna... oh, it's like when I get sh- when I when I will eventually get shot outside of my barber shop because someone's beefing with you, TJ. Like that's just how it's gonna. Oh, go that's down. gonna happen. <laughs> oh, who's, a, who's a retard now for like Kong versus Godzilla? I I totally forgot to. I totally glossed over Method Man, who's playing Shamik, which I assume is a reference to Shamik got busted in, bust in the head two times. Two times yeah, um, as just this kind of like loose cannon hitman. But to like to what end? Like knowledge hires him to go after. Well, he's, to kill Rico, right? Because, for uh, ratting them out, which is another great scene in the strip club where he's all drugged up and it goes hardcore head. Like, first-person shooting in movies was very novel. Like, that, you didn't see that very often. Like, it's kind of played out now. Well, I just but, like the fact that Method Man gets drugged. He realizes he gets drugged, and the first thing he does is just draws his gun and just starts blasting. Well, Method yeah. Man, so, like, Hassan Johnson catches one in the shoulder and dies behind the wheel of a car. Method Man, I think, catches an entire shotgun blast to the in chest. In the chest, and, and survives. He, he just built different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
but he is also later recycled to go after Terrell Hicks in a really brutal scene. And then uh, she after, like, yeah. Well, he but, first he goes to T Boz with like eight dudes, like he is mobbed up, and she pulls this like little bullshit like underpants gun, gun guy. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. like a Derringer. Like a little thirty-eight, yeah. Yeah, like some little bullshit single shotgun, and he's like got the entire Wu Tang clan with him, all fucking tooled up. But it's like a really menacing scene. He's doing like a Max Katie sort of thing in this, and I think it works kind of well. Yeah. Yeah. And then anyway, so DMX, uh, of course, starts to learn the error of his ways through uh, the fruit of the five percent nation. Nas, in a reference to the end of Illmatic, goes to visit a small child in the projects and give him roughly $150,000 worth of jewelry to get robbed <laughs> over. Like, uh, but that little kid's awesome. He's like, you an ill motherfucker. I like your style. Like, I got a bulletproof vest, all that shit. Like, this kid is dumb. Also, why is Nas friends with a child? Like, it's not yeah, like... The kid's like eight. He's like because they're like it's where Nas used to live, so I'm assuming used to live mean that kid wasn't even born yet. So is he just befriending yeah, children like, on the road? Yeah, like, like, <laughs> the, 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 like the little the little bit of voiceover beforehand. It's like yeah, he never got out. Like he's always been here. It's like oh, it's just gonna be like Nas if Nas didn't get out of the projects. No, it's a child. Yeah, it's a regular ass child. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost like Nas, like his voiceover is like Doctor Manhattan or something. Yeah, time. But, uh, he's yeah, he's, he's, like, he's in all of her once. Here you go, young blood. Here's a fucking gigantic diamond hawk or whatever to I don't know do what with, and it's like you stay cool with your guns and shit. I'll see. He makes zero effort. Like, wouldn't it make more sense if he was like, hey man, you want to also come to some non specified point in Africa with me? Obviously, your parents don't give a shit if you go. Yeah, right. But he's like, nah, peace, here's a necklace, I'm out. <laughs> and then uh, DMX gets, like, uh, like legit Farrakhan preached to. And then the movie kind of ends with a weird voice. It ends with, like, B-roll from, um, what's the, the Ray Fiennes movie we love? Sexy uh, Beast? No, 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 Ray Fiennes. The uh, fucking... Um, or is that Ray Fiennes? No, Red no, Dragon? the fucking Strange Days. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just or the end of um, Southland Tales, where it's just like this New York New yeah. Year's Eve party, and it's like, wow, I'm it reminds me, remind me of that Lonely Island, like, wow, we're in Japan, Japan. <laughs> but they didn't actually shoot it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, the, yeah. <laughs> the people look, are beautiful. It's like, beautiful. Like the guy, the guy that that I already forgot his name did the review. He's like, he's totally right. Like you didn't like if you didn't have the money to 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 shoot in Africa, like you could have just shot that shit somewhere like that wasn't New York City and just say it was fucking Africa. Like, yeah, it's so fucking weird because you get like Times Square and like all the the New Year's Eve like ticker tape or whatever. He's like, wow. This is amazing. Like, what are we even what? Like, what? Like, it's so fucking weird. And then it's just... I, there's a great bit of dialogue exchange where, like, I guess they lost their sides that morning because they're like, what about Africa, T? Because everybody's, like, got their own real name in here. Yeah. And because uh, I think t Boss's real name in real life is also T-On. We didn't even talk about their horrible dialogue with, uh, what's her face, Orwell Troll Hicks beats Method Man to death. Yeah, she's <laughs> yeah, she... She'd be with Astra and then just popped him one. Like, she got, she got down. But it's like, yeah, I I mean, I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, Africa far. That is her her whole objection. And he's like, I know, T. And she's like, okay. 
like it's not like yo we're moving to Connecticut. It's like we're straight up moving to some place in Africa. We we'll need passports out when we land. Yeah. <laughs> also, zero chance Sincere's getting a passport because that motherfucker got a record that everybody knows about. Also, not addressed how Tommy gets off that plane uh, when he lands and he's a wanted fugitive. But whatever, I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then the movie just kind of ends. Yeah, yeah. That's the movie. Uh, this movie is, this is like an art film. It's so all over the place. (laughs) Like, it's like, it is, it is like wildly incoherent. I mean, it's like, it's, it's like if menace, it's like menace to society, but trying to be like more thoughtful about it and bigger and bigger in scope. Well, like it works in menace to society because they're kids. Like these are all grown men. Like yeah. they're having weird fucking like. Com- it's a you're right. It's a weird coming of age story for thirty year old dudes. Yeah, with but, baller houses and. But and they like, also they don't have that. Th- you, like it's not thoughtful because it's only thoughtful in literally the last scene of the movie. Like they don't. There's no like hinting at what this movie is really about until the final scene of the, yeah, the movie. Yeah, the preacher scene is really the thing that I was like, oh, well, that's DMS what they're getting is, at. like, very easy to talk into shit, apparently. Like, you could probably fuck him. Like, you yeah. could talk him into it. Although, like... But he was super aggressive mark, about it. I don't know if I want it. Yeah, yeah I mean, question I mark, know. he might have been gay anyway, but, like, that's kind of beside the point. Um, oh, there's theories about this movie? I mean, they got, like, listen to every DMX song and think about how many times he asks or commands a guy to suck his dick. Oh, you're not talking about, you're not talking about, you're not talking about Tommy. You're talking about, no, I'm talking about DMX. You're talking about Earl Simmons. Every time, every time I'm in a strip club, I just gotta get my dick sucked. (laughs) What? Is that what happens in strip clubs? No, no, the guy is like at a strip, it's like with guys. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, I, again, I have a hard time judging this movie, like, it is like the acting is next level terrible. Like this may be the worst acted movie we've ever watched. Like no bullshit. It's not as bad as Cosmos. I mean, I didn't see that, but buoyed only by the fact that they're not mostly actors in the movie. Almost none of the people are professional actors at this point, which is unusual. I think this movie would work better as a musical, to be honest. I know that's weird. No, I don't disagree. But if it was like a rap musical, like it might work. I don't know. I've talked a lot. You guys. Alec, you guys talk. What'd you think of this movie? Ugh. <laughs> <clears throat> this movie is the X Men Two of. I think I said it in the text because I watched it like Monday. I watched it early in the week. Yeah, you watched this movie's like it's it's like the X Men Two of <laughs> these like rap action movies. Like the intro is. Incredible. The first the opening, like five minutes, is like some of the best stuff put on film, and then it is just like an incoherent mess. Yeah. After that, that. In, that intro is amazing. Like that sequence is very well done. Like it's cool. and ir- ironically, I don't think they say a word the whole time. It's just music. Mm. Well, it's that, but there's but then and that scene is super cool, but there's no repercussions from that scene, which there's is what no you think. Repercussions, but that's what you think. Anything, but that's what you think the movie would would pivot on is like blowback. I've like, said this. I've said this about a lot of the only person who gets their comeuppance really is Black, who is the one person who should get revenge. But yeah. they're like, no, he's too corny. <laughs> he gets killed. I mean, I said this a lot with other crime movies that we watched that they're like Grand Theft Auto the movie, but this is really like, that's all this is, like, 
Nas and DMX are just like Grand Theft Auto characters. Like they just all they do is commit crimes, and they basically are fine. They, like they DMX, lay low. They lo, lay low long enough that, uh, that the siren <laughs> level goes back down. <laughs> they commit more crimes. <laughs> like DMX should be like super low key, but he just goes around to different towns to do the exact same shit, and he doesn't care. Well, he's, he's like. Just, DMX is like a like the god of crime. He's like the human embodiment of the idea of crime. Yeah, like like Gogs just said, they murder a bunch of people in a crowded club in that opening sequence, and like nothing comes of it. They're fine. Like it's, I don't know, it's wild. Like I expect you to go more like Twenty One Bridges. Like they crossed the wrong person, they burnt the wrong person, and this is yeah. them. Like there'd be a there'd be a get back on that. I think Sean said it, but I, it might have been Gogs, but it's like, this movie felt like it was written by a 12-year-old. Yeah, that like, was me. Cause it, wait, was no, we all, wait, we, we didn't... Okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you, that, I'm just saying that, like, there's a lot of, like, exciting ideas, and Hype Williams, I, I, it's a shame that he never made another movie, because, like, he's got a vision. Like, I think that, it, like, if you watch this movie on mute, like, it looks, it just, there's, every scene looks interesting. Now, whether or not it, it's composed and it makes sense for the scene, that's a whole other discussion to have, because a lot of times it's just like, well, why did you do this? Like, like the scene that we joked about with the DMX meeting the Jamaican guy, and he decided to, like, like cross-cut cross, cross cut in a soccer game, like, it looks weird as shit, and it doesn't work, but it's interesting like it's it's weird i can't say i've ever like it's if there's something going on there whether or not it it's appropriate for the scene is another question also we didn't even get into the fact that jamaican dude gets murked by like i was just saying we didn't like jamaican ninjas we didn't talk about the ritualistic scarface assault killing of the jamaican fella yeah, and then this woman that only shows up once, like, literally Assassin's Creed's him off of his own balcony. It fucking rules. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's give me dressed, more of that. I think, I think on an earlier scene, she was dressed like the Slim Jim guy, and it was just, like, there's just... Oh, she, that was uh, the same person? I think so. Or she looked like Goes the, Slim, the Gozarian. The Slim Jim guy is Macho Man, Gogs. Oh, I'm sorry. Who's the guy that's the, the not... No. I know who he's. T- he's the guy that about, looks like Professor the guy X's a, kid. Oh no, I don't know what you're talking about. The guy with the hat. What? what, what, what oh, doesn't matter. Doesn't the matter. Hat. Yeah, the Gogs, Slim Jim hat. Dogs is talking. Remember, Slim Jim had a guy that looked like he had a Slim Jim for a head, and the Macho Man. They had two, uh, like two mascots. Yeah, I know what he's. But like to, to to TJ's point about this movie being visually interesting, but like like plot is just wherever this is like a good strip club movie like this is a movie that could just be on on screens in a strip club happening and you're like look over and go oh, yeah that's a cool looking shot and but you don't have to hear it at all well, i was thinking about like i i remember like a million years ago when i used to do like dj stuff sometimes like i used to bring movies that were just interesting to look at because no one you know you're not paying attention to the movie you just well hang, hey tj real quick uh, before I forget, I don't know if this is the story you're going to tell, but I was going to say I didn't realize my mic was on mute. That uh, this movie reminds me of how you always talk about Tetsuo the Iron yeah. Man. Okay, yeah, that, yeah, that's ahead, exactly man. the story I was going to tell. Yeah, <laughs> like I used to bring Tetsuo because Tetsuo is a visual. It, it looks incredible. Like if you put it on in the background, people are like, "What the hell is this?" And you can't stop looking at it. This is the same type of thing. Like everything looks very cool. Like it's very it's, cool. 
it's just cool as shit. Like, <laughs> and even scenes like that shouldn't be like visually interesting. Like, like Hype Williams has like no attention span. Because like, if two characters are talking, he's gonna do some weird shit with the camera. Like, it's it's kind of interesting. Well, well shit. What about the scene mess. where they're walking down the fucking whatever the fuck that is at the minister's speech, and it looks like a scene from Parasite Eve? Or this yeah. weird tracking shot down that hallway. Yeah, and also, how cool does that hallway look? Like the yeah. sets, like like whoever did like the cinematography and the set, like the set uh, locations, or like whatever that's called. Like they found the the locations. Oh, the location camera. scout. Yeah. Yeah, they look incredible. Like it's the, uh, amazing. The guy that shot the movie shot a bunch of music videos, a couple other hood movies, and he was also the second unit director on Eyes Wide Shut. Wow. <laughs> like, wow! Yeah, we so didn't, I, I can I can see that once I was like, oh, that makes sense. The eyes wide shut thing. Yeah, we didn't mention it, but the uh, the scene like the it, as part of the opening sequence when he's doing the Michael Corleone get the gun out of the bathroom. That bathroom was the wildest bathroom I've ever seen in my bit, entire life. There was more partying going on in that bathroom than the whole club. Well, There's like a whole party going on in that bathroom. What movie was it we were talking about where God said they live in like a crime dimension? Like this is that New York. Like it's, it's shit was wild. Yeah, this really was wild. But again, like I, I I gotta say, like as a movie, like it totally loses. Like it was funny because I was I was watching this with God's, and there's a point after I think it's like immediately after the Jamaica stuff. And it's after DMX goes to jail. That's when it happens. And Goggs is like, I've totally lost the thread. Like, I have no idea. And it's like, yeah, everyone has. Like, the movie forgot what it was about. And I, I wasn't on my phone. I was paying yeah. attention. I was like... Well, the movie the movie moves around like it's a four-and-a-half-hour crime epic, but it's only, like, 80 minutes long or something. So there's yeah. just whole chunks of shit that is missing. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, it wants to be... It's, it's trying to be this big sort of, like... Like life of crime epic, and yeah. it's just it's yeah, it's not, like it's, in Carlito's way or something. It's or just like, like without City all the of boring God. bits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's yeah. This is like this is like the the if City of God wasn't written by like a person that wanted to write a movie. Everybody gonna, watched that movie. It's great. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say you're the only person that's ever compared those two movies. Yeah, I, I, have you ever seen it though? It's really good. Yeah, of course. It's fantastic. yeah, it's great. <laughs> like it's like. <laughs> Just it, like I, I know totally what you mean. It's just like yeah. a, just yeah. a weird pull. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else you want to say? We've already talked a lot about uh, this movie. the soundtrack. So laps. Like it's my favorite movie soundtrack. I think besides Gross Point Blank. It's funny because this movie, I would compare this movie to almost like The Crow, where this movie I would normally say that that it's like overscored, but it works very well. Like well, this the movie. Sound- like is every like, scene is filled with music. 1998 street culture in a bottle. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, it is nothing else. Oh, I know. Me and guys were like, like an Averex jackets. We're like, hell yeah. <laughs> Your man was killing that white Averex. Like, I wanted that coat so bad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you get two versions of Devil's Pie, which is fucking awesome. You get that Miss Nancy song, Bomb Bomb. Which fucking slaps. Yeah. There's like three different DMX on all this fucking movie. The soundtrack the, rules. The, I don't know the title of the song, but the, the one that they played during the intro that. Oh, that's in vogue. That's a fuck. That shit fucking rules. Like, that's yeah. such a great song to put How over that sequence. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. 
Uh, anyway, uh, let's get into five knuckle shuffles. We've gone pretty long. So. Uh, Alec. Three. <laughs> like, this movie, like, it's a mess. It is a mess. It's an absolute mess. The opening scene is all, I mean, incredible. There's some incredible shots in the movie, but, like, plot-wise and acting-wise, it's just, like, an in- incoherent mess. Like, I could not get into it. Um... Yeah, I'm glad I got it knocked out early in the week because I would have been mad if I waited until <laughs> the weekend to watch it. <laughs> uh, yeah, three. Gogs. Uh, I'm going to give it... This is tough. I, it's, it's one of those ones where I don't know if it's a... It's like a four or a six. I don't know which one it is. It's like on either side. It's not a five, but it's on each one side it's or the other. It's certainly not a five. Because, it's not a five. Yeah. I'm, I'm not mad at it, so I guess I'm going to give it a six. I'm just like, I'm... It's it, it's uh what do they say when you're you're uh, your reach amb- you have things, your ambitions yeah that's yeah, yeah like that was that was that's kind of how this movie feels like Nas is not good in it no one's really good in it DMX is not DMX is actually not bad in it at all um in my opinion uh, I love Method Man so that gets like a bump there's lots of titty that gets a bump uh soundtrack slaps but like oh, i if, wish they if you like hot black chicks this is a movie this, for you yeah <laughs> like yeah this is like stuff to the gills with hot black chicks. yeah this is like this <laughs> oh is a there's like, just like there's like insulary hot black chicks just falling just everywhere this just, is some chicks just grinding on a guy like in the, in the jamaican, one jamaican scene, scene oh yeah god yeah, as it's a, like she, as a, she might have home, been structural for the building. Like, she just happened to be there. As a homeless man I once knew in Baltimore used to say, there was pussy falling from the sky without a parachute. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, you learned that to get, what did you say, fat Jamaican pussy? That make yeah. You, make, you, make you as hard as a Rottweiler. But, yeah, I mean, there's, like, there's a couple of movies here that would have been I would have been more interested in, like, more of, like, a, they got in too deep on that first, uh, that first hit. And they got to find their way out of it. Or, and TJ and I were sort of like, like at towards the end when they when the CIA or whomever approaches DMX, it turns into like uh like the street version of the proposition. Like I kind of want to see the street version yeah. of the proposition. Yeah, but um, this ha- it happens with like literally about fifteen minutes left. Of but that movie. scene doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like the guy's just shooting basketball next to DMX, and if DMX had never addressed him, like would he have gotten the chance to kill Minister Farrakhan? Like I, I mean, you would assume they would have just like. Well, then why just walk over to him in the well, first place? That, I that's guess. one of those weird points where it's like, okay, but I mean, it did happen that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, it's kind of irrelevant. Like you can just yeah. assume they would have just picked him up somewhere. But, yeah, I mean, like, it's not... Because I'm not mad at it, it's a six. If I was mad at it, it'd be a four. Um, but I'm not upset about it. It's just... I don't know. It's it's a weird... It starts, to Alex's point, it starts so strong, and then it just sort of just... It, it's, it's got too much... It's, it wants to do too much. It wants to be too many things to too many people, and it just sort of... And then they try and button it all up at the end with, like, the the, the minister sort of, like, touching on like every trying to point we're trying to make in this movie and how that's like a detriment to the culture. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll go with it. I'm going to give it a six TJ. This is really hard. Uh, I, so this movie is bad. It's, it's really bad, but it is incredibly compelling. 
And again, it, it is like an art film. I, I said that when the show opened, but it really is like it feels like like it feels like upstream color with rap music. Like it's it's wild. So I'm gonna give it a seven because as much as it's a mess, like I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. I was completely I was sucked in the whole time, and I can see myself watching this movie again. Like, it's weird, though, because, like, all of the parts of the movie are bad. Like, the acting's bad, the writing is bad, but the visuals are... Not all parts, like, a lot of the parts are bad. But the visuals are really interesting, soundtrack's good, and there's something compelling about how ambitious this is trying to be. Like, this is a huge swing by everyone involved. Like, this is that era of hip-hop, like, that's, this is their, like, stamp. It's like, this is, this is our thing that people, when people reference this, this era of music, they're going to think about this movie the way people think about the fucking wall. Yeah, 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 Tommy too, you know. Yeah. This is, this feels like this was, this is our stamp, and this is what people are going to remember, and it missed, like, bad. Like, it really (laughs) did. But, like, I kind of respect it, and I kind of respect how insane this fucking movie is. They're like, yeah, we're going to go to, like, a hundred different locations. We're going to have this huge, like, sprawling story. We're not going to connect anything. We're going to introduce new characters literally, like, every other scene. We're not going to flesh any of them out. And then we're just going to end it, like, with, like, DMX. DMX also, we didn't touch on this. DMX literally reads a book. And become smart and wear stupid glasses. Well, you got to remember, he had never read a book. He never book, read so a book. He, he's increased his reading yeah. knowledge by 100%. It was infinite. It's divided over zero. Like, it's like when you play Skyrim with one of those like trainers and you, you read one book and your skill goes all the way to the bard is completely filled. But again, like this movie is, it is a, it's one of those so bad it's good kind of movies because it is bad like the acting is so fucking bad but you know it's filled with things i like it's filled with a lot of cool lights and hot black chicks so (laughs) you know it's a seven seven for me dog sean again uh my shit's gonna be all over the place this is a nine for me like i've seen this movie like again i've seen this movie 15 times before and like i still watched it all the way through while doing nothing else like I, TJ, I, he took what I was going to say. It's like it's very compelling, but it's we it's bad in a way that is not typical because like everybody touched on it, but like some parts are hyper competent, almost to the point of being brilliant. Like some of the shots, the lighting, I find very interesting. Like, and I didn't realize until watching this movie how many movies we watched that take place in like a warehouse or a this or like everything's gray or whatever. Like, there's yeah. a million different locations in this, which keeps it moving. Not that the movie's, like, slow by any stretch, but um, the it's it's so it's so bizarre, right? Like, it's – visually, it's one movie, and then acting, it's – it's almost like they just, like, if we green-screened ourselves into 2001, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense, but I don't think I would enjoy the movie that much if you just had – if it was a regular kind of, like – 
I, I, I don't know, pick a deep cover or something like a Lawrence Tate, Lawrence Fishburne. Everybody can act like, yeah. I don't think I would be that interested in this movie. Yeah. But the fact that, like, Nas and T-Boz and, like, Terrell Hicks are all so fucking terrible. <laughs> like, it'll be all right. I, I, don't worry about Shorty. I won't feed her any books. She's a baby. <laughs> Again, like, I keep saying the room, but it's, like, it's not incompetent in the way the room is. The acting, I think, is on a similar keel, to be honest. The for, like, is, 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 like... I, it's on another level of bad. Like, it really is. Yeah, but And then the up, fact that the whole movie is peppered with narration that's also, like, really bad. Yeah, that's, like, again, like, coming from the future. It's almost, it's narrated almost in the way that, like, American Beauty is. Like, Nas has been dead the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, like, it's, like, just memorable shit. Like, you will never forget that dude, Rico, with that fucking DJ Quick perm eating a banana in his <laughs> fucking sweater. You know what I mean? Like, there's shit in this movie that stays with you forever. And, like, because, again, like, it is so much of its time, and I have a lot of nostalgia for it in this time. And, like, even the cover, I mean, how many times have you seen that image, like, Oh, yeah. Like that fucking poster is brilliant. All whites. I know it's like partially like a Scarface thing, but all whites. It's suit. clean though. It's yeah. so clean. It's like there's, from, two, from, there's two versions. There's an all white version and an all black version. Yeah, the des- every design element in this movie rules. It's just unfortunately weighed down by a terrible script and worse performances, which I mean is not the worst <laughs> thing in the world. <laughs> as far as movies go, they tend to be kind of important. I guess. If this, if you know, I bet if you didn't speak English, you would think this movie's a fucking masterpiece. Like if it was all in subtitles and you're yeah, Korean maybe. or something. Like, is I don't know. Everybody in fucking uh, Sympathy for Lady Vengeance might be terrible, but I don't fucking know. I don't understand the inflections of that language. I'm not saying that uh, you know those movies are on they're, they're as bad as Nas and T Boss, but who knows. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead on a, out of limits. Like I'm not, but maybe. Yeah, but she was like a ghetto Naomi Campbell and shit. Like, what does that even, I don't even know what that means. Also, like, I, is, I is still, it just I, because she's really dark? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, also, I, I still I can't get over the fact that there's a pedophile subplot that's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Nobody's like, oh, this dude's fucking a six. Hype Williams put in like blowjob sound effects. Because yeah. we didn't understand that she's that's eating a-, a fucking lollipop while she's on the phone. <laughs> like, Fifty Cent saw that shit. He's like, "I'm gonna make a song out of this shit." Right. But nah, I fucking love this movie, man. I can't like. This is like the American version of Shatas, that Jamaican shitty gang movie that everybody loves, oh, which yeah. I'll pick for something one time. But nah, I can't. I can't separate myself from this movie in that way, unfortunately. This might be our wildest, like our our score spread. There's no there's no consistent camp here. I mean, me and TJ sort of like hunkered down in the center, but like it's, yeah. it's this is this is a weird score for for movie the podcast. Seriously, again, like had I not had the nostalgia for the movie and just came watching cold, I would have been I still would have enjoyed it, but not in the way that I do. I can understand. Uh, so we still got one week of WWE Easter, right? So who has it going? I think me. You haven't gone? Do you have a pick? Uh, fuck. Um, what's the the Hulk Hogan uh, Suburban Commando? Oh, oh shit! Okay. okay. All right, I picked right. Suburban, Suburban Commando. <laughs> what's uh? What's after WWE, sir? Alec? Um. 
there's it's an option of two, and I can't remember what the first one was supposed to be. One, one of them one really is, uh, racist. One is uh, <laughs> Make Michael Caine. Uh, Michael, Michael, Caine, Michael Caine movie. Michael Caine. The other thing I have written is <laughs> May Chapel, but I don't know what that. Are we all watching what all the young blood movies? <laughs> all right. So next week, next week we're watching Suburban Commando, the Hulk Hogan classic, uh, which is a movie uh, that I've seen, but I it's been so long. It's like I've never seen it. The only thing I know about the movie the Undertaker, is the Undertaker. Is yeah, that's right. He's the bad. Yeah. Isn't he like a bad alien or something? Yeah, I'm yeah. excited for June. We got basketball Junes. Ooh. All basketball movies? Fuck yeah. Yeah. I might just pick Basketball Jones because that movie slaps. Or uh, basketball. I love basketball. I mean, I think I'm going to go with He Got Game. Ooh, He Got Game's great. Uh, I'm going to pick, uh, I don't know. Basketball pick Diaries. Basketball Diaries. Yeah, like, get, get people sucking bees. Oh, I, Juana, man. That's what I'm picking. <laughs> Yo, how, about the, how about the air up there? That's nope, an nope. Juana, man. I'm picking Juana, man. <laughs> It's going to be a problematic month yep. if we have Juana oh, Man yeah. and the air up there. Get blue chips with Shaquille yeah, O'Neal. The air up there legit has a dude with a bone in his nose, I think. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Kevin Bacon is like the coach. Yeah, isn't it just like the, 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 isn't it the same plot as that um, fucking The Scout? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Wasn't that Billy Crystal and... No, no that's uh, Albert Brooks and uh, yeah. Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. That's way better. That has yeah. They're interviewing Brendan Fraser for the first time, like the press. Like, yeah. where are you from? And he's like, oh, the Middle the East. The Middle East. Oh, oh, oh I, no. I mean, the middle, Midwest. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I got to pee really bad, so okay. that's the show, everybody. A lot of books. Nice. Bye, everybody. Like, like and subscribe. Hopefully, like I say every week, hopefully the website will be full power soon. Okay, see you. Damn, Alec out.